Extreme PC UK. Hi and welcome to Extreme PC UK podcast. Today is the 25th of May and I'm your host Nick, also known as Extreme PC UK on Steam. And today on the show we've got... Hello, I am Hans and I'm Steam. I know as Megan from Hell. Hi, I'm Jansen and on Steam I'm Jay himself. Cool, cool, cool. It's just us three today. First off, I'd like to say, if you get any questions for the podcast, just put them into ExtremePCUK at gmail.com. We'll, we'll have a big section on them and we'll talk about them. So just so that's out there. Also, if you're here like Jansen's in the church today, it's because we don't know what's going on. <laughs> He's he, he has seen the light. He's seen something every now and then. He just goes into like church mode and he's all echoey. Maybe he's getting uh, a bit religious. Well, someone's nicked everything in my room and it's echoing. <laughs> That's more like it or you've sold everything. <laughs> I'd like to get into some news straight away. Hans has got a lot to talk about with the older GTX 1080. As you would have heard last month, we had like speculation over what was going on, when it was coming out, what stats it was going to have and the specs and stuff. Pretty much, Hans been doing our heading for the last month about it. <laughs> <laughs> he really has. Benchmarks, stats, graphs, bars, you name it, he's got it. I was um, trying to stop people from doing stupid things. Doing my nutting. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I mean, the amount of misinformation on the internet was staggering. Yeah. So. Well, I'd like to say, first off, when we were talking about it last time, it was all speculation, so we didn't have any proof of no, anything of course that was going we, on. We did we say only... that, though. So. Yeah, yeah, we did say that at the beginning. We only had what rumours were going around, and there was no proof of anything. But today's different. Today, you've got stats, graph bars, everything going on. It? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, I have seen so many stats and graph bars that it's it's like going crazy. So what I did was find a consistency in all those benchmarks because you have the benchmarks from NVIDIA, which you can't take seriously at all. <laughs> because first of all, I was with an overclocked card, a highly yeah. overclocked card. Then you have the benchmarks from the affiliates. Those are people that do real benchmarks, but... Of course, they put NVIDIA in a good spotlight or they will not get a new card anymore when it comes out. Yeah, well, that's then, the thing, isn't it? Yeah, then you've got the third-party benchmarks, which, in my opinion, are a little more reliable, but to each your own, I guess. Uh, that being said, I still think the 1080 is a very, very good card, but it's not as good as NVIDIA told it to be on their press conference. Well, from all of, all of the stuff that I've seen on it and all the other information I've read and listened to about it, it... It personally, for me, comes off as it is the best card at the moment. No doubt oh, about yeah, it. It, it is. smashes the Titan X. It's like got a whole like I don't know quarter quarter over that. From what I have seen of it, it is a really good card. But like you were saying before, I do agree with you. If you've got a 980 Ti or a, like a Titan X, it's just not worth us upgrading yet. Nope. I think that's my opinion still. And even and that's what you said, said originally, wasn't it? Yeah. And Vida also said that it was faster than two 980s in SLI. Technically, it's correct. A little bit faster than two 980s, but we're talking about two or three frames difference. <laughs> that's yeah, because these cards, are, they work much better, don't they, in VR? Uh, in VR, yeah, it, yeah, it does that's take, another thing. take yeah, advantage yeah, yeah. quite a bit. But, you know, what our discussion was before was against the TI and against your card, which is a Titan X. And, yeah, do you know what? From everything I've heard, I, I honestly believe it's only about... like, And it's quite funny, really, because if you look at the card which is pre-card was, which was the um, 980, obviously 980, 108, we've been talking about the TI and the Titan X, which isn't that the same range, you know what I mean? It's an, it's a 980 and a 1080 it's gone up to. Yeah, if you yeah, look at this, like everybody's saying it's so cheap, it's come out this, if you actually look at the price... It's not cheap. It's about it, the same sort of price bracket as yeah. the 980 was when that came out. 
Yeah, it's, it's about really the same not sort of percentage as... difference as well, like twenty percent improvement over the latest card now. So, you know, if you look at well, this is how I personally view it anyway. If you look at all the cards as they've come out over a period of years, it goes up pretty much by the similar sort of standard. Yeah, 15, it is. 20%. With, with, with one exception here, and also I want to mention this in the previous podcast, I said that I didn't think these cards were made for VR. Well, I was completely wrong. Those cards are totally made for VR. Yeah, they work so much more. There is a really big jump in the, the technology that they use. Yeah. So that, that's it's... one thing. But when it comes to pure raw performance... Let's just say it's the fastest single GPU out there at the moment. There's no doubt about it. But and another another major thing is the amount of power they've they've cut out of it. Yeah. You know, also, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's also they've managed something. to get the power. It's Got like in half almost. I yeah. think it's a single eight pin it takes now, and I think it's a hundred and eighty watt it uses or something now, isn't it? Yeah, about that uh, depends on how much stress you put on them during your benchmarks or yeah. gaming. But and, and, it, it's and like fifty percent better than, like, say, the the Titan X or the. Yeah. Um, one like. thing that does annoy me a little bit is when you see a graph and it's got all the stats of the different cards. It's got like your lower end cards, and it's got like your nine eighty, your nine eighty Ti, and then it's got this. They show certain cards overclocked and certain cards standard, which I don't think is a fair graph. You know. Nope. Because that's why I rely on third party benchmarks. Because oh, oh, even though I do know, and, and the world knows now, that this card is clocked at 1700 megahertz straight away, and it goes up to like 2 gigs even more. You know, it's got half the power. So it is a massive jump in technology, but it is. I still stick to my guns, what I personally think. You know, if I was building a system for someone, yeah, I would get one of them cards, you know. Yeah. Blatantly if, if you, straight away get that card. If you get a new system, good. I would get that card right off the bat. But yeah. if you already own like a 980 Ti, or a Titan X, or even 980s in SLI, I don't see the real need to upgrade yet. Yeah, what was we was looking at the um, graph for the new cards coming out, weren't we? Not the the TI version or no, the TI the version Titan. and the Titan version aren't out yet. Uh, rumor has it that they will come out at the end of this year. Yeah, I'm and not next sure year that's true. they've already got in the pipeline, haven't they? The next card, which is going yeah, to it's going to be like double the power of them. So you might even be hold off waiting until then if you've got high end yeah, cards. Yeah, I now. think my opinion on this one is. If you own any of the 780 cards or 760 or whatever, then this is a beast of an upgrade. If you own a 970, debatable. If you own a 980, debatable. It, it's personal choice because also the 1070 is coming out soon. They release the specs for that one too already. The 1070 is about the same as the 980 Ti. It's going to be a lot cheaper though. Yeah. Maybe then you can upgrade to the 1070. But personally, like us, we're in the high-end market. We also want high-end cards every time it comes out. It's very good, but I can't justify myself to pay like like six hundred dollars for the Founders Edition to an upgrade. Yeah, but it one. comes by position, doesn't it? At the moment, you've got two Titan Xs, so you're looking at it as like my cards are well powerful. You know, in my eyes, and this is just me being totally honest, this is the way I see it. I was quite tempted, like I've got a bit of cash at the moment to to splash, and I was quite tempted to sell my 980 Ti because I can get about four hundred quid for it at the moment. I was quite tempted to sell that, put 150 quid on it, and then get the 1080, just so I've got the latest card at the moment. Then when the TI version comes out, do the same thing, and then when the next one comes out, do the I same wouldn't. thing. Just because I like to keep up to date, you know, and be with it. But, to be honest, my plan now is not to worry about my card, because i got a 980 TI, it's going to work for a long time, it's going to work in VR, yep. it's going to be fine. You've got nothing to worry about. Uh, for the but first, what I'm gonna do at least is, a year, you've got nothing to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is, and this is a plan which I'd, if you're into like VR and you're into being top-end and the technology, 
my plan is to keep the card I've got at the moment, the 980 Ti, not worry about it, because a lot of people are selling them off at the moment, because they're like panicking, oh, we need to get oh, a yeah. new one. But so that's cheap. why I wanted to stop. I mean, the amount of... When NVIDIA had that press conference about the new card, just a few hours later online, I read some things like, people were saying it's two times faster than, 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 than Titan X. I was like, wait a minute. NVIDIA didn't say that one at all. It said it can be ten, uh, in certain environments, in certain VR environments. That's why yeah. I said, and the amount of misinformation going on, on on Facebook and on YouTube and on every other form of social media, I was like, I gotta do something about this. And every time I try to argue with some people about, look, mate, you need to look at the um, the benchmarks again and all the stats they released. They yeah. wouldn't listen. They were selling off their 980. But that's the thing, though. Back cheap. then, it was all speculation. There was no proof from anyway. There was no proof from anyone what was no. going on. So everybody had ideas and people. It was, and you know how it is. It's like Chinese whispers. It goes through the grapevine. No one knows what's going on. Different ideas come out. But yeah. like I was saying, getting back to what I was saying, for me, I will personally, because you only want a powerful card to run powerful games or VR. Sure. Now, why buy the card and waste all that money on it if you've got a powerful card already? Do what I'm going to do. Save the money and buy the VR. You know, there you buy go. Vive, <laughs> buy Oculus Rift, 500 quid. Keep the card to run it. And then after you've bought that, in a year's time, then upgrade. That's what I would do personally. That's what I'm going to do. Because yeah, to me, if I was you, I would wait for the TI version or whatever you're gonna call it. Yeah, I wouldn't even. I'm not even gonna wait for that. I'm just gonna get Vive, or Oculus Rift. My card will run that, and I'll see how that runs when I get it. If I need to upgrade oh, yeah. from there, I'll go to another TI, or I would if they're cheap enough, or I'll upgrade then. You know, that's the that's the way I see it. I'd say if you're underneath a 970, I would say then yeah, focus on getting an expensive card if you want top end. Otherwise. You know, you're not that. It's not that bad. You know, I was yeah, running Doom at full, at full ultra settings on 4K TV, and it was running fine. You know, the frames are pretty good. So, yeah, but uh, some people saying like, "Hey, the, the 1080, it it gets like 130 frames in Doom at 4K." I was like, yeah. mm, "Okay, but uh, my Titan X as a then also gets the same amount, even more." But you don't see the damn difference. Yeah, but no point as anymore. well. With the refresh rate of your monitor, monitor or yeah. your TV, yeah. sometimes you've got a frame rate higher than what your monitor can show. So, yeah. Yeah, which at, gives you at, input lag. Yeah, so you've got a 4K TV that's only 60 hertz. So why would you need more than 60 frames a second? So that's yeah. my opinion also, but yeah, a lot of people apparently don't think that way. Well, so. the way I've always been with games and stuff is the, the way I've always believed it to be and the way I stick to it. Uh, and, I'm pretty biased. I don't care what other people think. This is the way I do it. I will. If a game is running under 30 frames, to me, it's not playable. And if it's going over 60, then it doesn't matter. I want my game to be 60 or over. If it's over 60, then fine. But if my game's not running at 60 frames, then to me, that's not. My, I haven't got enough power. Oh, yeah, yeah. For that's me, that's for preference. me that's that's 45 because I own a G-Sync monitor. Yeah, uh, yeah. Once you have G-Sync and you go to 45 to 50 frames, then the difference is just minimal. Yeah, for me, if I'm playing a game and it's only getting 40 frames and like say it's armor or something like that, it's a bit different. Daisy, it's a bit different because they go on CPU as well. But and, and your graphics card's not even running at 100 percent. But on games where it can, you know, if, if I'm not getting that sort of frames, like, like you say, 45 to 60, if it's not getting over 60, I'm going to upgrade. That's that's going to be my goal. I agree with your with your opinion on that one. Some people but, play like their games yeah. on under 30 frames, and I've yeah, seen I people before. I look at their screen and I'm like, "How are you playing this?" They're like, "Yeah, I'm getting 15 to 25 frames." I'm like, "That's unplayable. It's yeah, like I watching know. the screen yeah. flash at you." Yeah, and you're better off buying a PlayStation. Then, and they're sorry. like, "No, no, it's always been like this. It's fine." And I'm like, "No, no, no. You, 
Seriously, you need to get over 30 frames. And then over 30 frames is playable, but it's still slow. Like Xbox and some PlayStation still run at 30 frames all the time, don't they? Yeah, yeah a lot they of, do. A lot and... of issues going on with them. I don't know because I don't like PlayStations and that, but... <laughs> there we go again. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither, but... <laughs> But no, yeah. but seriously, I understand what you're saying. Uh, also, another thing about these cards is there was a lot of talk about how you can only have two in SLI and blah, blah, blah. That's not actually true. It's not actually true. You can true, have up but to they four. don't support it. No, uh, they do support so. it. Yeah, I know, but... You th- can have up to four cards, but you have to get in touch with NVIDIA them. and they will send you different drivers and different updates. Yeah, also, they need to unlock your card with, with some sort of serial code that I read. Yeah, the way it works is, you know how, like, with, when you got, like, say you got four Titans, it doesn't scale the same sort of way, so they don't work together. No, and course. the SLI bridge, I don't know if you read about this, the, the SLI new one. bridge, yeah. yeah, the new one, it, it can only take the data to the two cards. So if you're going to have four cards, you've got to have the old SLI bridge, you know, and that one hasn't got the bandwidth, apparently, to have the four cards, so that's where you get your issue. Yeah, but it's a smart move from NVIDIA, though, because uh, three-way SLI, even two-way SLI already, sometimes run into a lot of problems. And now yeah, because NVIDIA... the games aren't designed. The drivers ain't out there and stuff. Yeah, like. now NVIDIA doesn't have to do it anymore. It's just a, a very specific high-end market for, yeah, for enthusiasts. Uh, yeah, the reason why I've always said that, like, say, say when you get a little card, like a 960... They don't let you do it with them, or is it a 750 Ti? You can't get two cards. 750, yeah, I can get And two I've cards. always said that. The reason for this is purely not because they can't do it, is because from a point of view of being able to buy a 400-pound graphics card to have good graphics, or buying two 100-pound graphics cards and getting more power, they don't want customers to go and buy two graphics cards and have more power is, yeah. than... Marketing than, 101. Yeah, exactly. So... You know, and it's the same. If you're going to go out and buy four 1080s and you can whack them in there, you ain't going to buy a graphics card again for however long, are you? Years, it's going to yeah. be super power. It's the same with my two Titans. Uh, I'm probably going to last a few years before I need to replace them. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm going to go uh, focus on getting virtual reality. I will go from there. Yeah, we'll see from there. Because you just but... don't know until you get it. You don't know what Yeah, there you go. The... That, that's the whole point of the discussion, though, for what I'm saying still. I'm stand, I stand by my opinion is... It's the best card on the market you can get, especially for the price, which, in my opinion, isn't that cheap as some people laid it out to be, and the power, of course, yeah. But if you already own a 980 Ti or a Titan X or even a normal 980 in SLI, don't upgrade. (laughs) It's just not worth the money. That being said, once VR is a bit more mainstream, maybe I change my mind. I bet it's a white bastard for you, though, because you bought two Titan X. Oh, yeah, but I knew, it, I knew it from the start. Eh? It's, it's the same if you buy, like, two 980 Ti's at the start when they, they just came out. You also pay premium. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you, you know, that's, that's with every graphics card. Okay, the Titan, yeah, that's a bit of an extreme example, of course, because you can never get side. the money out of there again. Yeah, you it's always it annoying and mind. a bit hard, though, when you've bought something brand new and then within a year you're like... But it's honestly, just the way I, the was more, I was more pissed off with the 980 Ti than I am with this card. Because the 980i was basically the same as a Titan yeah. for half the price. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is totally, totally yeah, and, true. And, and, and this one is a better card for a lesser price, so, but it's a new technology. So I can accept it from the 1080. And it's not what I hope it to be, because I see a lot of benchmarks, and this card single still can't run 4K 60fps in most occasions. It's what, still the 1080? A, no, the 1080 still has a hard time uh, pushing 4K on its own. Yeah, because it's designed uh, especially for VR, Direct, isn't it? Especially in DirectX 12. Yeah. But wait, we're getting there. I'm pretty sure the TI version and the Titan version 
will push 4K 60fps on their own. Yeah, but then again, when you problems. get the TI version, you're going to get the TI price, which is going to be an extra 100, 150 quid on top. Honestly, I think it's going to be a little bit more. <laughs> which is what I was going to go on to say. The yeah. card, the, the they've got the Founders Edition, and they've got like the normal edition coming out after. They're trying to push this Founders Edition, aren't they? Yeah. And from what I have understand of the Founders Edition, it's just the reference card changed the name. Oh, instead of saying reference card, we'll say Founders Edition, whack 100 quid on top of it. And try and get as many out as possible. Yeah, it, it looks and, a bit different and has an, another cooler, I think, though. And I can't be certain, but something that did bug me was I heard rumour of their the way of them selling the Founders Edition, and I haven't looked into this, this is purely just through what I've heard from people, is that they're saying that, because I've had people ask me about buying them, and, and, and they've said, basically, the Founders Edition is has got better quality parts in it than when all the third-party coolers are coming out. And... To me, straight away off the bat, I'm thinking the card is going to be exactly the same underneath. Yep. It's, it's just exactly going to be a cooler. Third-party ones are going to come out from like, I don't know, like Asus and EVGA. They're going to have different coolers on. And the thing is, the Founders one's £100 more than the standard one. So you're going to pay £100 more for a Founders edition. And then a third-party one out with, will come out with two fans on it, like an EVGA one saying it'll be super clocked or whatever. It will have much higher clocks and it will be cheaper than the Founders edition. So it's just another way of them making you pay more money for something over hype at the beginning, and then it, the price will be cheaper for the higher clocked ones. Afterwards. Yeah, I agree. I have to give NVIDIA this one, though. They build up a massive hype train for this one, and they succeeded. I mean, the things you have read online after the press conference was like, this was like the hallelujah card, the best card ever. Everybody's yeah. going to buy one. And again... It's a really good card. Well, they know but, what they're doing. They know how yeah, to market yeah. it. They, they, you know, they, they, they build it up so really much. smart. Yeah, they build it and... up so much that everyone's so excited. One little hint of information comes out. They let everybody talk about it. They let everybody have, have like speculation about it. Then they just drop the bomb on everybody. You know? Yeah, but they had an NDA. Yeah? Nobody could release their benchmarks until the 17th of May, like yeah. a week after a press conference. Again, smart move. People were speculating a whole week. And then for yeah. some reason, it went viral that this, that this card was two times faster than a 980 Ti. Yeah. They never said it, it's just a normal 80, 980, but it went it went viral because somebody said the 980 Ti. And remember, I spoke with NVIDIA. I showed it to you. Oh, yeah, because uh, you did, yeah. didn't you? You actually had a conversation with them, didn't you, with the guy? Yep, I, I went under their, their live chat and talked about um, the new cards, and he basically confirmed me that the, the, the 1070 will not be an upgrade for the Titan or uh, the Ti. Yeah, if anybody wants to see this as well, we've actually got um, screenshotted yeah. proof of him on there. Yeah, I got the email with a bit of conversation also. Yeah, and he actually said, didn't he? He said that the um, 1080 uh, is better, but for the price bracket and for the other one, the, the, what was it, the 10, is it 1070? He said, the 1070, yeah. Not an upgrade whatsoever from our cars. No, for our cars, yeah. They basically confirmed it. He said, don't which, worry about which, it. Yeah, which is, is good. I mean, I appreciate his honesty. <laughs> But yeah. again, like I said before, he's just been it's sacked. The best, it's really, <laughs> yeah, but it's the best card on the market. There's just no doubt about it. If Did you, you need catch to his name? <laughs> right, it's on there, but I forgot his name, to be honest. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I said, it's, it's like the best card on the market. And if you need an upgrade from, from the 7 Series, I mean, just go ahead and buy this one. Or even the 1070. It will be a massive, massive upgrade. Yeah. But again, if you already own a 980 Ti or a Titan X or... Anything high-end SLI, just don't. Just wait for Volta or the TI version. Yeah, because that... Out. What's it called? Volta? Volta, yeah. I'm not because... sure. I think it will release next year on their um, 
what's it called? The graphic GPU is the one not designed for gaming. That's where yeah. it's going to start off. And then at the beginning of 2018, they're going to market it with uh, gaming uh, GPUs. Yes, that's a little way off yet. But yeah, standard two yeah. years. That's the 1080. That's what we found out so far about it. Yeah, my basic view is I'm not going to upgrade yet. <laughs> yep, same here. And Jensen, in your case, maybe I would. It would be a good idea, yeah. <laughs> for you, yeah. even I would just wait for the 1070, which is coming out the 10th of June, I think it was. And that will be a massive, massive upgrade for you. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I've been looking on eBay at the 980 Ti's because... Um, <laughs> yeah, they're throwing them away dirt cheap now. Yeah, yeah. everyone's getting rid of them. If so, you've got some um, cash, he's seen one going for 150 quid or something. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a lot of Facebook groups. I mean, 200, 150. Uh, they're asking for their Ti's like, what? Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, if I find a Titan X at that price, I'm buying it. I'm getting me, me a third Titan. <laughs> Do you know what I think is quite funny, though? Is how people like on um, Amazon and stuff like that. They 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 hold on right to the last second because if you look on there now, they're still selling your Titan X's and the Ti's for six, seven hundred, eight hundred quid. Yeah. And I was like nutters. No one's gonna buy yeah. them. How many people no. out there do you think have paid for them now? And uh, crazy. Honestly, honestly, like I said, I haven't seen many Titans go, but I saw a lot of Ti's go already for under three hundred, which is well. When the nine eighty Ti came out, I see quite a few Titan X's up there. With water blocks on and that, that, that people oh are getting rid of yeah, pretty cheap. I, I haven't seen them anymore, but like I said, I'm on the lookout. If, if, I'm, if I can get a third Titan for under 300, I'm getting it. No questions asked. So. Yeah. I wouldn't really be bothered because, do you know what? Going from two to three cards, there's a massive difference in issues and stuff. Yeah, I know. You know? But it's just before and, the price. So. Yeah, because <laughs> most, most, do you know what? It's like, I think uh, the stats I was looking at was like people's, what they've got, what they, what rig they've got and like how many cards they're running. It's something like under 1% or something of o people who have over two in SLI. Yeah, you know? and it says, level. And it says mo most of them, like 99% of the people that do have over two, they just do it for benchmarking yeah. just to beat But like scores. I said, if, if I can get a third one, it needs to be third cheap. I don't want it. It just, if I see one, go for that price. Nah. I'm just getting it. So You're just being greedy. It. <laughs> no, I'm being greedy. You greedy bastard. It's more cable management for you. You won't yeah. like it. C cable management. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what did you do the other day anyway? Because you did. We we totally built him a new computer, didn't we? It's just a new case, not a new computer. It's a new case. One. You put it all in, yeah. didn't you? He was he was deciding whether to upgrade all of his components inside in the same case, or to get a new case. And we actually looked in his computer and established that his water cooling was way too hot, wasn't it? And I said, it's like, you need to yeah, do something. Was, so which was weird because it wasn't a bad water cooling. He said his mate done some work on it and there was a bolt missing or something, wasn't there? Yeah, so, I brought it in uh, Have I just got your mate in trouble? Who was gonna <laughs> yeah, he was going to dust it off. I said, here, do it. Is he listening? No, he's not listening now. <laughs> Thank God for him. I haven't <laughs> seen him anymore since then. I did send him a text message. You know why? Yeah, he broke your computer. Jantz, he had a whole bolt missing off of his CPU. Yeah. It was like a <laughs> whole bolt <water, laughs> water block. The, I was well, like, the water block was just kind of hanging yeah, off. It I wasn't... said Hans. No, it wasn't, it wasn't hanging off, luckily. Otherwise, it would have melted probably. But uh... I, said, I said to Hans, do a Prime 95, run your computer at max, get your graphics going, get everything red hot, and see, see what temperatures you're getting to see if we can... Because he's got a 30... What is it? What chip have you got? 3770K. 3770k and I said look that could be massively overclocked look we're overclock it so I said get get you when I'm not here today heat the computer right up find out exactly what temperatures you're running and stuff and it was well high and I was like look you can't overclock that at that temperature I said something's going wrong yeah I was and like then, in the and 70s then, and then he was like and Hans was like no nah, no nah, it's all it's all done all fine in there and, that. and I was like something's either restricting heat 
or something's not right. There's something. Yeah, well, that was the case also. Eh? Yeah. So it then we looked at the, it, uh, and I looked at his rad, and we established that the we need, wanted to take two fans off because they looked like they were restricting more or blowing the wrong way. So we took them off. Made no difference whatsoever. So then we was like, I was like, have a look around, show me around, because I'm doing it through his camera, through his um, through the uh, viewer the thing on the, yeah. on the iPhone. So I'm looking, and I like look at his his CPU thing, and I'm like, there's a bolt missing. <laughs> Hey, dude, <laughs> I was the one that saw that first. Oh, was it you? <laughs> yeah, well, you yeah. saw it. There's a bolt missing. And he's like, it's like, look, Nick, here, I like, here. I think I found a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then, so he was like, oh, so what shall I do then? Shall I buy a new motherboard and all this? And I was like, look, if I was you, you haven't overclocked anything yet. Get a different case. Clean it all up. Make it all nice. Yeah, get some things. Go and get a new water cooler because it's got a new block on it with all the new bolts and that. You yeah, also, done that. Yeah, also got, got a new power supply. Yeah, and a power supply, wasn't it? And yeah, you, a thousand you, watt one. Yeah, you got the um. Same as yours, I think. You got the hundred I, didn't you? Yeah. From Corsair, put that in there. Temperatures dropped by over half. Oh yeah. Uh, and I uh, think it's up to fifty-seven now overclocked. Yeah, and then we under stress. Yeah. yeah. Now it's overclocked. What's your processor running now? It's four point four in it. Four point five. Four point five. We took it. Four point five. We overclocked yeah. his processor too, and. He's still running like under, I think you said just now, didn't you? 57. 57 something, yeah. That's about it. Yeah. And that's running. Idle, idle is in, in the, the low 30s. Yeah. So that's really good now. So he's all good. He's all good. Yep, yep. Especially the building, which went wrong in the first part because I listened to you. <laughs> See, everyone's got their own way of doing it, man. No, you were right, actually. But like I said before, when you build a computer, you build your computer with part a bit cable management in mind. Yeah, but this is the thing. If you're going to build a computer, like Janssen will be the same, and everybody else out there will be the same. I think you're just on your own. What no, you do no, is <laughs> you build to the way you want it to look. So your cable management, everybody knows, like behind your motherboard and the top left, you've got a little hole thing. You know, you get the cables in there before you put certain bits in sometimes, because otherwise, once the motherboard's in there, you can't get cables through the holes. They don't fit. Yeah, but today so I was trying I to explain. You. I was trying to explain <laughs> that to you to get it all in the right order of putting it in. You know, get this bit in yeah, first, yeah, get that bit in I'm first. I'm not saying you're wrong. So. But I totally baffled you out, and then it, you were just going, it's not working. <laughs> so, you know, I'm gonna, just going to do this my own way, and it worked. <laughs> so, but yeah, like I said, I mean, I don't care about cable management at all. I mean... <laughs> you don't care about cable management. I, I really don't. I mean, I don't even look inside my PC, so why the F would I care about cable management? So, Jance, I was looking at it, yeah, and I was going, why have you got that cable running across there? Why is this one sticking up from there? He's like, no, I don't care. I don't care if it works. Yeah, I've seen the pictures. Yeah, yeah. This one is a little bit better. It's it's not as bad as the previous one. Not also not. because these uh, these wires are a little bit longer, but still. No, but I just close out the PC. Nothing's rattling. Okay, good, fine. There we It'll go. be on fire works. next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not as stupid as put cables on the wrong position. Let's I do just... a warning to anyone out there building a computer. Don't be hands. Do cable management well. <laughs> uh, to everyone listening and that is lazy like me if you don't look inside your pc who the heck cares about cable management so <laughs> well you've got a window so it should look good uh yeah the window's there but yeah pff, whatever <laughs> it's on the other side i can't see it so nutter talking of windows did you see my window i finished yeah uh, no, that's good the one with the skull yeah it looked come out pretty yeah. cool didn't it yeah it looked cool yeah, so um, I've done it and I put some blue lights and some red lights in there to see what it looked like, both of them. And uh, yeah, it looked wicked. If any of you want to look look at that, go onto Instagram or Facebook, Extreme PC UK. You'll see my skull. And if anybody wants anything like that, let me know. I'm all up for uh, <laughs> sculling. 
Uh, custom <laughs> designing trial and error. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what, it came out wicked. I was really impressed with that. So, uh, yeah, the picture know, did look good. Yeah, mm, as a yeah. um, as a little a little side hobby thing, uh, I love doing modifications and stuff, and like just trying out new things and stuff. So that would come out really well. Right, anyway, let's move on. Right, next bit of news I've got to talk about. Obviously, for all the people that have got the GeForce experience, now I stopped using the beta versions in the last couple of months because I got a really bad download at some point or something went wrong. I don't know what it was, but I my control panel went missing. I don't know if any of you have had this. Nope. I had NVIDIA on my computer and they couldn't get it back either. I had to reinstall my whole computer. Ouch. Uh, they, they tried everything. I tried everything, you know, deleting it, reinstalling it, trying moving things about, trying doing pro- programs to fix it. I tried everything, and you know what I'm like? I normally want to, I want to make sure it's fixed from myself learning, and uh, I couldn't do it, so I got really pissed off. So I get onto <laughs> Nvidia and I go through their help desk. You know where they come online and they jump on your computer. I had them on there for an hour, and they was just like, mm, try this, try that. Well, we can't do this. We're trying to do this. They couldn't get it back up either. Then someone told me it's something to do with Windows and an update in Windows that's messed it up and to reinstall all your Windows apps and delete that. And then that just cocked my computer up even more. So in the end, I was just like, do you know what? I can't be bothered with this anymore. So I just wiped the whole thing and started again because my Windows button was missing as well. And do you know what happened? I reinstalled it, got it all running smooth, really nice. And my Windows button disappeared again. (laughs) So I've left it. Oh, man. But anyway... It's just an update from Windows. They're putting out really bad updates at the moment. Did Can't you know you if you've got an, the if you've got Windows on the update? No, I didn't do a rollback. I didn't even try that because for personally for me, for me to do a rollback makes me feel like I'm not up to date. <laughs> and I just yeah, feel like I, I'm, I'm also in the favor of rollback. Um, whenever I do a rollback, it totally messes up my PC at some point, so I need to better to reinstall. Yeah, but I was like, why should I roll it back? It should bloody work. Don't give it to me if it doesn't That's work. also a fact. <laughs> but the thing is, I've had problems like that before. Not the same problem, but a problem where an update was the cause of it. And then I I did a rollback and then reinstalled the same update and it was fine. So it must have been the update was corrupted when it was yeah. installing. Every time you say rollback, I keep thinking price check from like Lidl's or something. Is <laughs> <laughs> that Asda? Price rollback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I just can't stop thinking about it. But anyway, getting back to what I was saying. Yeah, so... um. Now, I've forgotten what I was saying. What was I saying? You've got price rollback in my head now. <laughs> yeah, you were saying that you've now you've lost your Windows button. Yeah, I lost my Windows button. Getting back to what I was originally saying was that the beta drivers, I don't use them on NVIDIA because they just cause problems. And yeah, Windows, they caused a massive problem recently with one of their updates. Yep. You had, if you had Windows 7 and an Asus motherboard, that's it. Your computer don't switch back on. It pretty much knackers it out. Now, I don't know if you can just reset it all and reinstall it and all that, or if it actually damages the motherboard. I don't. I really don't know. I just heard a few people talking about it in a few communities and that. How bad is for that for them to put out an update? Like, that's that bad. And I think Windows or uh, Microsoft was blaming Asus, and Asus was blaming them. But I'm not going to go into too much of that. Yeah, just, just blame the point game, is, a lot of people had problems with it. Do you know what? When it was Windows 7, you never got problems with drivers. Even when you reinstalled a computer, it found all the drivers itself. It done everything itself. Windows 10, it's been really poor at that. And also, like, when the Windows button disappears, they've put the updates now on the Windows button. So if you go into your updates through the control panel and that, if you want to do updates, that section is in the actual Windows button. You have to get it on one of the app buttons, which is a bit of a pain in the ass as well. But anyway, forget that. 
getting back to what I was saying, so the, the GeForce experience, I never went back to the beta. I, I just kept it, when I reinstalled, I kept it as the normal ones that have been tested. Nah, and I never used the beta drivers for anything. No? Nope, unless it, it was needed for a game. Yeah, well, see, that's the thing. Mm. I like to have the beta drivers because normally I get a new game and the first day, like they say, day one, we're bringing out the new drivers so you're up to date on the first gate blah, 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 and all that. So I've always kept them that. Now, I've got to admit, I'm back on the beta drivers again now on the beta experience because what they've done in their last update, I don't know if you've heard about this, they've done a massive update on the experience for beta at the moment. Yeah, you, you told do... me about it, but it's not beta anymore, I think. Is it not? No, I had a new update, uh, which was uh, two days ago, and and it's in there. But honestly, I tried it, and it made my client crash. <laughs> really? Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure not, mine's... I don't think it's a driver, though. I think it's something else. Yeah, nah, it might be something else. Maybe it's your cable management. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, they brought out this new 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 built-in, like, built into the games for NVIDIA. They've got this new program, like, called Ancel. I don't know if any of you have heard about this. Yeah, I've had a quick look at it. Yeah, pretty much what it does is it's got like a picture capture built into certain games. I actually haven't got any of the games. Uh, Hans has got The Witcher 3, which it's on, and I said to him to test it, but did you test it? Yeah, I tried it and it made me crash my client. Oh, that's when it crashed <laughs> yeah. when you actually tried the answer. Yeah, when I tried it out. And yeah, what... I, I don't think it's, it's a problem related to, uh, to the drivers. I think it's The Witcher 3 because I have the, the GOG version, not the Steam version. So I think that's not the problem, set up, Might be not set up right or something, just not yeah. in the right place or something. But yeah, what it does is this program, it's called Ancel, and it comes with the latest download. And what it does is NVIDIA have worked with the game's developers, like personally, and they've got this program into certain games. So it's not a program you run on your desktop before. It's a, it's a program that's running with your game. So say you're playing The Witcher 3, you just press like the screen button, like to print screen, and then the game will pause and it will take you into like a sort of photo sort of screen. You know what I mean? Like with, and your, the, the, the game will be frozen. And what you can do is it sort of like takes it into sort of a, a VR environment. So you've got a 360 degree view around your character. So say you're running forward. The way I believe it works is if you pause it there and press the screen button, you'll have the view from behind. But then you can, if there's some sort of monster chasing you, you can turn the camera around so you can see the front of your guy and the monster behind, you know, which wasn't on screen originally in the game. So you can take that picture, take a screenshot, and then it's also got all sorts of filters over it so you can make it all look nice. And they like sort of Instagram does. Yeah. Where it's got all the different cool. colours and heat and temperature sort of colours and all that. I believe it's got that in there as well. And then to top it all off, it puts it into like super resolution, so like 4K I think it is. Yeah, and, and it's got like, the HDR filter as well for like increased uh, contrast as well. Yeah, because a lot uh, when I was listening about it and and but when it first came out, the the guys that was talking about it was actually saying that it it makes the picture quality so good. You know, like when a new game comes out, people make like wallpapers, and you always look at them and think really really good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And basically, it gives you that quality on wallpapers from your own screenshot. So. From now on, when you're in game, if you want a new wallpaper, you just press the button, move it to where you like it, or whatever view you've got in the game, and then you press the button, and that's it. You move the camera around, choose what, what screenshots you want, that's it. I think there's actually a competition as well for people to send their best screenshots in. I, I don't know what you win or anything, but I'm sure there's a competition as well with NVIDIA at the moment. But I think that's like a really neat little thing, and it's it's really good the way they've designed it. It's not like a third-party program you just download and then you can use it. 
it's actually the developers build it into the game, which is I think is pretty. Yeah, cool. let's hope it catches on. Yeah. So. And see what AMD does also with this one. Yeah, well, I'm sure they'll have to do something to try. But it's always back to the forwards. How many people are, will really be that interested in it? Because it's Me? like the thing in uh, Grand Theft Auto where you can take pictures and you can save it to your account and stuff like that. And then you get the people who park all their cars in a, a parking lot and then they have their person like posing next to it and then take photos and things like that. And I think... Yeah, how, how many people out there are actually going to take the time to me? go around a game and take photographs? People like I Nick. Did, <laughs> I do that all the time, man. If you if you saw my computer now, I've got three screens in front of me, yeah? And I've probably got about 500 wallpapers flashing up. Every minute, one of them changes. All of them, pretty much, are my game experiences. If I see something in game, like if I'm playing Daisy and I'm on the top of a hill and there's like a zombie running towards me and it's a good view and that, I'll just I'll just take a picture shot of it. And then afterwards, I'll just put that into my wallpaper. Do you not do that? I've never taken a screenshot in a game. Really? Oh, I yeah. do. I do take screenshots, but I'm, I'm not sure if I want to go that in-depth for well, screenshots. Put it this way. <laughs> like, look at Steam. If you go on my Steam, and, and a lot of people Steam, yeah, accounts, and look at their profile. F12. They'll have, yeah, they'll have a section where they've got all their in-game things. Like, I'm, I've got a few from Armour where... We were in a tank. We just killed loads of people. Look at that time when you guys, or whoever it was, killed all them people in Armour lined them all up and shot them all mates all stand there and take a picture and then you shot them all and then took a picture of them all on the floor <laughs> yeah it's a time it's like a time in the game when something really good's happened and you want to record it but it yeah I, like, I can understand like if say like in minecraft you just built a building and you stand back and you take a screenshot of it like, yeah, i've got loads of them yeah fair enough like it it takes you a second to just press the print screen button but to actually have a photography feature in a game it's even better in it yeah i don't know it, it there's just so much more involved in taking a screenshot when you're in the middle of playing a game when i'm in a game i just want to play the game i'm not worried about like oh i'll stop here and take a, a picture because oh, I, I do do that i i, I plead guilty on that one but yeah, like see, in the I Witcher well. 3, I can see like a beautiful environment. It's like, maybe I gotta capture this. You know yeah. what it is? It's because he's got uh, his old graphics card and his old computer. His <laughs> computer is so cracked. So it never looks that good to take a picture. Get a 1080, you peasant. Yeah. yeah that's where like me and you, we're like, wow, that looks, the graphics look amazing. Boop, picture. Yeah, but we're used to playing on Ultra and yeah. <laughs> Do you know what though? To be fair, he's 770. That can pretty much cut most graphics at a good, decent rate. It's not a bad card. At 1080p, it shouldn't be much of a problem. Yeah. No. The thing is, you say that, but it's, it is 50-50 whether a game will run smoothly or not. Yeah, like, but I, that, that's, that's not from your card. That's a bottleneck from your processor. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, yeah, my, the rest of my computer is not that great. So uh, when I'm playing a game, it is like it's 50-50 whether it's going to play well or not. And yeah, some games I but go into it and it, it yeah it recommends like ultra and then it plays fine and then other games I'll go into and I've got to have it on the lowest settings. Yeah. Like um. But see, see hands yeah when <laughs> his computer's so old yeah it was a two man job to get his RAM in there because the heat sinks are so big. <laughs> Oh it takes one God. to clip them in and one to lift them. <laughs> but seriously, if you saw his heat sinks on his RAM, you'd wet yourself. There's He's got co copper, copper pipes. pipes. Copper pipes coming off him for about three feet. What? <laughs> seriously? Yeah, copper pipes with heat sinks on the end of it. Dude, I, I really think it's time for an upgrade, man. <laughs> He's got DDR2 RAM in there. <laughs> what? Running, DDR, running at 600 megahertz. 
I've got. I'm not gonna say that's bad, but just pathetic. It's <laughs> the it's the fake. Uh, the motherboard I've got is the first Asus Maximus. Are, are you talking about out. a PlayStation 4 or something? <laughs> yeah. PlayStation yeah. 4 sits the opposite side of the room smirking at his PC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's really pathetic, man. <laughs> yeah, you know you were saying the other day about getting Forza. I downloaded it and it wouldn't play because my, my spec wasn't high enough. The graphics on that, the rain, when the rain was on, I, I really, really thought it was nice. I was ta- I'd take pictures of that. I really yeah. would. Well, I didn't even get to play it. But yeah, that's um, Ansel. Check it out. If you've got, I think it's, I'm sure it's a 970 upwards it, it works with. I'm not 100% sure, so don't quote me on it too much. But um, check it out. If you've got the beta drivers switched on, it will download. Have a look. And yeah, let, let any feedback you've got or anything that you know of that we haven't said or, or if we've got anything slightly out of sync, just let us know. Because uh, yeah, it's only something I browsed across and I just thought, do you know what? That's a cool little thing. Yeah. So I put it in our news. All right. Moving on from that, another bit of news we're all going to talk about because pretty much we've all it's all stuff today that we've we've all sort of been talking about in the past. Now, you're, if you if you was on last if you've heard last month, you would have heard Downrange banging on about something that he hadn't even seen properly yet. So uh, I told him not to worry about it then, and we'll get back to it this week. And that is an Armor Free mod. It's called Project Life. Any of you come across this? Uh, read about it a little bit. Yeah, the first uh, I didn't know about this until downrage was talking about it last yeah, month same here but yeah I've, I've had a look at it since then so I know, I know a little bit about it yeah it's pretty much and do you know what it's something that i said i'd be really really interested in i'd really like it and i'd really enjoy it which i may do you know i really do like the way it looks it does look crisp it does look like they've done a proper job on this mod or they're doing building a proper like it's like they're building a new game you know you know when you go to like you get like your Daisy or your um on your Armor Free version Epoch, um Exile that sort of stuff. This is like that but on another level. You know this they they they've got the game and they've tweaked it to to be a new game completely. And the way it comes across to me is is that they've tried to make Armor Free like the base game away from Army and just like you know like the Armor Life you play. But on a much bigger scale, they've tried to tweak it to the point where it's realistic to true to life sort of stuff. And when we did speak about this, Jance, you come across a major point was, is it too true to life that you just don't want to play it? Is that what you was getting at? Yeah, pretty much that a game is normally dramatized to give you like Bit of excitement. action. Yeah. So you're not just walking around. But with this, it's the complete opposite. They're making it so true to life that you could spend a lot of time not doing anything because you're living, you're recreating real life. And if you're a fireman in real life, you're not fighting fires 24-7. Sometimes you are just sitting around waiting for a fire. Their motto is the light's created with realism first. So everything in the mod is going to be as realistic and accurate as it can be. It's a role-play game, so you choose what you want to do. It's like... It's, I can only compare it really to like Sim, the Sims where you go to work, you do this, you choose a job and you've got all sorts of jobs on here. You've got like police, fire, coast guard. Um, there's all sorts of jobs. There's a full economy in the game, you know, and it is going to be one of them games where you just go on there. If you're a policeman, you wait for something to happen. You go to the area, you try and arrest people. I can imagine it being quite good like that, you know, and being enjoyable. But from what I've seen of it, you, you know, like... It depends what kind of person you are, really. It's personal preference, because 
when I played Armour Life before, I actually thought to myself, do you know what? This is a bit over my level, if you know, of being immersed into this game. You know, running around, I'm driving a car across the Armour map and a guy's shouting to me over the mic, stop, stop, you're under arrest or whatever. Pull over, pull over. And then I get out of the car and he's like reading his real rights out to me. And I'm like, you're a knobhead. And then I got off the server because I thought the level of that wasn't gaming. It had gone a bit too far for me. Yeah, that's uh, something. I but then if that's your kind probably of thing, I suppose, me, yeah. if that's what you like to do and you like to just, I, I can't see where it goes. What do you do? Do you buy houses? Do you, you, cause it doesn't say a lot from what we've seen. Well, the thing is with this, the project life, that's what it is from the ground up. It's not like they've taken another game and added this to it. So everyone who joins this game is joining it to play a real life simulator so mm. everyone will be on the same level same gaming mentality and it probably will work quite well where everyone goes in there gets a job and does their job but yeah yeah i, I don't know to what end because yeah that's what i mean it's it say you are a policeman it's like when you go out are you earning money every day because yeah, you're doing you do. your you job. Get a job yeah you get paid you get a percentage of every i think every day because you're doing that job but some, like Downrange was saying before, he said the only jobs that are in there at the moment is fishing, you know? So you go fishing, but because it's still being really early access, it's being built still. But the, uh, the problem I've always had with these games is, is two problems. One, the serious level. Now, I could get on the game and not be very serious and just have a bit of a laugh and that, but then come across five people that are really taking it seriously, and then I'll get kicked out of the game because I'm not on their level of seriousness, and they're reading rights out to me, the police, and I'm like, it's just a computer game. You know, and that's personal preference against other problem that I come across in these type of things is if you go in a server with not a lot of people on there, what do you do as a policeman if there's no one doing nothing bad? What do you do as a bank robber if there's no police to chase you? Yeah. You know, the server has to be packed all the time. You have to have the, the consistency of people on there all the time. Yeah. But this, this is the problem I was saying to you about being a fireman. It's like if you're a fireman, you're sitting in the fire station and there's, <laughs> no like, there, there's three other people on the server they're not creating fires. So you're just sit, sitting around, not doing anything. But yeah. it's like, in real life, firemen don't jump in the fire engine and drive around town looking for fires. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's true. But then again, do you know, it might it might be a really action-packed game. We don't know. We haven't played it. But, yeah, it's, it does look it does look pretty crisp. It looks pretty well done from, from the images I see. I haven't actually seen anyone playing it. Well, the thing is, it does say on their website that they've got nearly 11,000 members so far. Yeah, it is. So if you had 48 away, like servers that had, say, 100 people in it, that's quite a lot of stuff going on yeah. in, in one area. So you never know. It, it might it might work. See, the thing is for me as well, I'm, I'm not sure exactly how much it was, but you have to pay for this mod. Um, for, for a donation I believe and for me if I, if I heard a lot of people out there in the community going oh I've played that Project Life it's really really good then I would get, I would I would still try it because it's something I'm interested in and I'd really like but yeah. you know but you know what I'm, I think I'm a bit damaged by games coming out that are not finished if you know what I mean you know, if it's an early access I can take it on the chin but when it's a game where it's supposed to be pretty good and and they sell you all the bits they've done so far, which are good. And don't get me wrong, they're not doing anything bad by this. They're just selling their game, getting people interested and trying to get more people buying the game for when they get it better and better. But for me personally, it's a fact of 
I paid for something and I want to get stuck into it, but there's not enough there to get stuck into, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But, but they, they do an update and you lose everything. Yeah, that's that's another thing that really pisses me off because you, you could be playing a game and getting like loads and loads of money. Like I was playing Arma 3 the other day. I was doing Wasteland and I went round and I earned something like £300,000. And normally you get like, oh, servers going down in five minutes for restart or reboot and all this. Whoever was on there at that point in time was obviously doing something to the server and they just literally cut me off and my helicopter went upside down, fell into the water and lost everything. And I was like, I've just been playing for three hours. I just lost all of it, you know? So them sort of things are pretty annoying as well. But yeah, anyway, that's Project Life for Armour Free. It's a total separate thing. You have to go to armorfreeprojectlife.com to check it out and sign up with them. Um, and then you'll get like, obviously they'll tell you if it's a donation or what to get into. But check it out. Project Life, Armour Free. Looks pretty intense to me. But that's maybe not a bad thing. Like I said, personal preference. I can't see hands playing it. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I can play the Furacan to try it. Yeah. And well, I'm not buying it. Oh. <laughs> I've got loads of games to play at the moment. I'm like, yeah, I've got games coming out of my ears, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, same here. <laughs> yeah, but this isn't something I would play either because it's it's too time, time consuming. consuming. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for people like us that's doing stuff all day, like it's hard enough to get on the podcast and, and get a couple of hours here and there to do this and then talk about what we've been doing. Like, in all honesty, us three, we do game every every like couple of, every week or so. We'll able to get on and play together for a little while, talk about what we're doing. But we speak more throughout the day, don't we, when we're at work and stuff, than actually get on the computer together. So we all sort of go our separate ways for a week and do our own thing. And then when we come back, we talk about our content we got for the podcast, you know? And that's purely because we've all got our own businesses we're doing. We're all doing our own separate things. But yeah, I've got I've got another bit of news as well that this led on to make me talk about is Daisy. Now, hands, you haven't got Daisy and you've never played it. No, not yet. You've always had a bad vibe of it for some yep. reason, but you've not played it. Um, yeah. I've got to say one thing. They've got an experimental branch out now, which went down over the weekend, but it's back up again now. Apparently, they've totally changed the game. The whole, good. the whole problem with the stuttering and the the low frames in towns has gone. Now the graphics look much better. It's all running smooth. You've got smooth frames all out throughout. And um, from what I played on my 90, uh, 980 Ti, it's been running really, really nice. It seems to me like the game has got a lot more put back into it. There's zombies running around as well, so you've got zombies as well. So I personally want to try get back into this and start fresh. So if you guys are up for it, or if anyone in the community is up for Daisy and you're interested in Daisy, add me on Steam. It's Extreme PC UK, and you can find Jansen and Hands through there. If you're interested yeah. in Daisy, we're going to start fresh on a new server. I want us all to build up all our gear, get out there, and just go to war, man. Because that oh, game, yeah. that game's a true game to survival. You die and you cry. <laughs> you lose everything, man. You yeah, literally, uh... you've been walking Pretty around. Mad been walking around in the in no man's land for like literally hundreds of hours in real time so you've just been collecting this collecting that if you're not careful and you get a bit complacent you're a bit like oh do you know what i'm gonna walk over there bang one shot you're out of the game you've lost everything you start fresh on the beach with nothing and that keeps you on your toes all the time that's what i love about daisy and so i think us lot should get into it and also there's no map in daisy so you have to look at a third party map to find yourself where you are so we can all meet up on there, and once we're in the same place, we'll play it together for like, like for all on an hour there. We'll wander around, but I want us to, because I find with DayZ, you get ones and twos. You don't get really more people than that together. So if we get five or six of us on, 
at a time, we'll be like a little army going around, you know? And yeah. I did hear as well, I don't know how true this is, but I heard they've got the little helicopters in it as well now. Cool. I'm not, I haven't got no proof of that. I haven't seen any of them. Are there zombies again? Yeah, the zombies in there again. That's good. <laughs> you know, so it look, it's looking like I, I, I am actually going to get on there and play it and get back into it. I know Matt and Zach are both on there at the moment. I know a few members from the community that are on there. You know, let's all let's all get on there together and have a go. Um, Jansen, have you got it? No, because I looked at the price of it and thought that's, it's a, broken. Bit ex- that's a bit expensive for a game that's not finished. Yeah, but it's been going for years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so yeah. If, it, if it's looking all right now, would you be up for getting on it? I'd have to give it a go first because with me... It's... You're a tight bastard. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but as well, it does annoy me when I, I spend money on a game, I play it, and I'm like, yeah, I don't like this. And that happened with Armour 3. Like, you lot were going on about it all the time. You were like, yeah, get it so you can get in with us. And then I bought it and then got in. Uh, me, you, and Matt played it for a while. And yeah, I was you like, played, but you played a mission which was broken. Yeah, I played more than one mission, though. It's like everything that we were doing, I was like, no, this, is, this isn't fun for me. Like, okay. This, this so, is a lot of running around and not doing much. You're saying you're feeling like me with Imperium. Yeah. There that's you go. That's a personal preference again. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> Imperium, though, dude. You've got to give up with that because that's well good. <laughs> I, like I said before, it's permanently deleted off my account. <laughs> dude, that game, that game does what games have been trying to do for years and years and years. A real open world, which is real open world, go wherever you want and do whatever you want to do. You can't get better than that. Yeah. That's the best experience you can get in a game is being able to do what you want. You can yeah. build you, that game. You could play it for a thousand hours and then go, I'm going to build a new spaceship. I'm going to build the Enterprise and just start building it. Yeah, because in games, the thing that annoys you quite a lot is restriction. And like everyone gets it where you go to a building, you try to open a door and it doesn't open. Yeah, you that think, one don't work. Yeah. And then it's like you you go down a road and there's a tree that's fallen over because they don't want you to go there. And you think, well, some of these games say they're open world, but they're not truly open world and you can't, can't do everything. You can't. Yeah, even games like Fallout used to do that, like Fallout 3. You'd get a whole section of the map which has got like rubble on it or like a like a scrapyard or something or something like that where you you physically couldn't get into. Yeah. You'd go round it and it'd just be a massive circle on the map which was cut out yeah. to make the map bigger by saving that bit of space and not being able to go there. Yeah, and it gives it the feel of be, being bigger because you can look yeah. beyond that to the horizon and you you feel like you're in a bigger map than you actually are, but you walk up to it and it stops you. Yeah, it's like that it. film. But Bruce, what's his, what's his, what's that film? Oh, oh. yeah, but he's in the dome. Yeah, I can't think of the name of it. Truman Show. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, the Truman Show. Yeah. yeah. Decides to walk out through the through the clouds, through the wall. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely want to get back on to Daisy at some point, and it'd be good if you boys did. Maybe you could find a key cheap somewhere, like CD keys or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah Daisy, I'm interested in because I like the setting for some reason. This isn't like the actual is, game at the moment. The thing is. With Daisy, you've got this real feel of open world. You don't get even Fallout. Don't give you, you you are plonked in the middle of nowhere, and you do have to explore. Now the houses, they are the same type of houses all over the map, and it's like rolling hills, and there's seaside. 
but it's the whole thing. There's so many different items in the game that you could play that game for weeks on end and still find new stuff, you know? Find rare guns and stuff like that. Find certain guns that are really good, like sniper rifles and stuff. But because the people are going to kill you, it's so easy, one-shot kill, you're on the ball all the time. The game becomes, you're like, you're always looking around. You know, you're like, mm, someone's going to kill me in a minute. And you really don't want to die. And when you do, your little heart's broken, Aww. you know? Trust me, it's a game where until you get in it and it's your character and it's you, you do get the feeling that you're really there in a world where you you can get hurt. You've got something to lose. It's not like bloody King of the Hill. Die, get back up, let's do it again. Die, let's get back up, do it again. You still die and get back up and do it again, but you never ever feel like it's okay to die. You feel like when you die, your world's ending. The game, you're like, I'm not playing this anymore now. Wait a week. Just lost everything. It's really <laughs> stressful. But then... When you kill someone else, the satisfaction you get out of that, of actually killing someone else, because you do it rarely. You'll kill someone once in a couple of days or something. Yeah, but you, won't even, you, won't you, even you live in, in a zombie apocalypse world. Are the zombies an actual danger now? Yeah, they are a danger, because they would all, if you shoot a gun at one of them, they will come at you, and they'll all come out of the woods, out, come out of the town, like more will start running. Me and Matt had it once, where we had just had constant coming out, out of the town at us, and there was a moose came out as well, and apparently they've got wolves in there as well, and bears as well now, I believe, that attack you as well. So you've got more than just your normal zombies, you know? So there's more into the game. They've got the trucks in there now, so you can get a truck with your mates. So it is coming along, and I've got to be honest, when Matt and Zach told me, I'll oh, get on DayZ, I was like, I'm not getting back on that broken game. I can't be bothered until it gets sorted out. They was like, there's been an update, it's totally different. I was like, yeah, whatever. Anyway, I downloaded it, I played it for a little while, and I was like, do you know what? It's running smooth. Now, a game like that, when it runs smooth with them graphics, is really good. You just want to play it just to wander around. Are the graphics around. that amazing on DayZ? I, I think they're pretty good. Cool. Yeah, yeah they're, they're not bad, because the thing is, I have watched people on Twitch playing it, because I wanted to see like what you lot were going on about. You just never know what's around the next corner. Yeah, it, it, it looks alright, but I don't know. It's, it definitely looks better than Armour 3. But I don't know if it's just going to be the same thing as Armour 3, but just with better graphics. And then I'm... No, I'm I don't think it's even got better graphics. I don't think it's got... I don't think it's even got better graphics than Armour 3. I, I, I just think it's the way it's set out, you know? Like, obviously, it's, it's built on the same engines and stuff as Armour 3, the maps and stuff like that. But, but the thing is, with Armour 3, I found that the maps were quite bleak. Like, there's... Like, the textures look all right, but... Yeah, they were big, not... but they were empty. Yeah, and that's it. You spend your time walking across a field of nothing, and you see a house in the distance. You get to it, and the house is detailed, but there's there's not much else. But with Daisy, it looked like you are walking through more towns, and there's more forests, and there's more buildings. So you feel like it's more of an environment rather than like a just a I flat think it's landscape. More, I think it's more down to the map and the way the map's built. In Daisy, you've got rolling hills. You got like cliffs and stuff like that, you know. In Armor Three and that, you've got the same thing with hills and all that. But I think with Armor Three, it's on such a big scale with the maps that it's not, and it's because it's like desert or it's mountains in on the other map. It's not so like beautiful looking, you know. <laughs> yeah. And on Daisy, it is. You can play a game and walk around just for the views. If you feel like like the other day, I went for a walk with me and Jez and we went up into um, a place called Mickenham where it's up near Box Hill it's like right up in the top of these hills and it's all like beautiful landscapes and like vineyards and stuff like that and I actually put a photo of you lot guys going I'm in Daisy 
because it did feel like I was in DayZ. I was on a little road going around the side of a hill, right up in the air, looking over a whole town. And that's what you get from DayZ. Oh, there's a town over there, right on the horizon. Yeah, I've got to buy this now. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Seriously, the best time to buy it is right now, because the experimental has just gone up. Everybody's starting fresh. You can get into it. And, and it's, it gives you the best feeling of multiplayer as well, because you can just chat to each other whilst playing it, because you don't really do much all the time. You run around, you're looking, oh, I've just got this. Do you need a new gun? Oh, do you need this? There's so much trading going on. It feels like when you're at school and you're swapping rubbers with your mate. You know? <laughs> you, you, you find, if I walk into a house with you, I'll go upstairs, you go downstairs. You'll be like, oh, I just found the woolly hat. Oh, I just found a girl's dress. It's like that. Oh, do you, I'll swap you this for this. Or do you need this? You know, it's, and that's why people play it for hours and hours and end. If you look at a lot of people's stats, they played over a thousand hours easy. Because it's yeah. a game where you, it keeps giving. You know, there's like, I don't know, 50 towns on the map and all of them are individually done. Like one of them's got a plane crashed into like a tower block. Um, one of the big towns got like a whole area of tower blocks, like like 10 floors high. Another town might be an industrial town. It'll have all warehouses. One will be a train, sta- train station town. You know, so you can, there's nowhere to, you don't have to go to a certain place for anything. There's no missions. So you can just literally get off, you start on the beach, you just walk inland and you literally go, I wonder what's over that road. I wonder where this goes. And it gives you that real feeling of, I wonder where this goes. And I'm going to follow it just to find out, you know? Yeah, but I, I get that from looking at uh, people playing it on Twitch. And that's the one thing I didn't get and from it keeps you Armour watching. 3. Because Armour 3, it's like you're just traveling and traveling and traveling and there's nothing. And then you kind of get to a town and there's a bit of a town. It was pretty much a ghost town. There was no one around. And then you do something there and you're off onto the next town and yeah but that's again that's down to the map that's because armor free is on altis or stratus now altis is a big desert map which has just got rolling like sand for the whole map and then on stratus you've got like hills which is all up and down up and down there's nothing else but if you go to other ones like you've got Bornholm, which was a custom map somebody made now on that map you've got grass you've got forest for miles and miles you've got forest you know you've got like ditches that go for miles and stuff like that it's a big island and again, it comes across more like Daisy because it's greenery. It's got some vegetation. It's got life. It's got movement. In Armour Three, you don't get that because it's all sand. You don't get. You don't. You don't walk through and see the grass moving and see the trees moving like you do on Daisy. Yeah, because there is no grass and trees. Exactly. That's why it looks so bleak to you. Yeah. But like you said cool. just now, you hit on the fact that you was actually watching someone play Daisy and you was interested in and in getting into the game because you was watching them and it gave you that sense of adventure. Yeah, but then I went and looked at how much it was, and it was 25 quid. Is it 25 quid now? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that must be because in, it's in Euros, it's 27.99. I think I paid something like either seven half price from 14 quid or something. I can't believe it's that much. Have you looked on um, anywhere online and seen if, uh, well, if I it's up on, cheaper? I looked on G2A, and it was like 23 or something like that. Yeah, I'm just looking at it now, and they're like, yeah, they're going for like 21 pound. Bloody hell, man. Can't believe yeah. that. That's a that's pretty expensive. Yeah, but that's why if, it, if I could have got it for like you will say, get, you, you will get the quid or less, then yeah, I, I would have seriously considered getting it. But anything over ten pound, I know that sounds like I'm cheap. Tight <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> at the time. same time, it's ten pound that I might put into a game that I play once and then never again. Now I can yeah. honestly say to you. If you do get the game, it's a game you will play for a long time. 
you will play it without doubt for a long time. You'll get your money's worth, even if you don't really like it, you'll get your money's worth out of it because you will still have it long enough. Because do you know what? It takes so many, like 50 hours just to get around the map. So by the time you've got to one side of the map and then you're like, mm, where do I go? Should I go to the beach? By the time you've done that, you don't, if you, it's hard to explain. You don't get bored of it until you've actually, you keep that feeling of, I want to explore until you know everything. But um, yeah, so I say we get on day Z. I'm buying but, um, it tomorrow. Promise I'm buying it tomorrow. Yeah? Yep. Yeah, because it's, it. it's, it's later where you are, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much all of our news section for today anyway. Right, shall we move on to some games? Yep. Yep. All right, then. Right, first up, um, we're going to let Hans go first because he's been dying to talk about Dark Souls 3. So, uh, take it away, Hans. Well, actually, the word dying is pretty fitting here. Dying Souls uh, 3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, well, you played it too, I think. Let's just say that your opinion on this game was a little bit different than mine. I don't think it's a bad game. I, I like the game, and I think it's a really good game. I just think I'm not cut out for the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, put it this way. Did you defeat the first boss after 20 minutes? Who, me? Yeah, you. I, I, I played it for about half an hour. I managed to get through that first, and I think it's more like a tutorial sort of section, isn't it? Telling you where yep. you, read, you read the sort of markers on the floor. And yeah, no, the to... markers are actually there by other players. Oh, are they? Yeah, there are uh, other players. They're also online, and they no, can no, leave that's... notes on the ground. Oh, I thought that was when people got killed. You could watch their death. That's that's the bloodstains. Oh, right. bloodstains, and they can watch how them die. It's pretty funny I, sometimes. I did take uh, a lot of interest. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> but yeah, I remember getting on there. I was reading the yellow writing on the floor, and I was following the path. And yeah, I come to this monster, and he wiped the carpet with me, man. <laughs> the first boss, I take it. Yeah, I just I'm not cut out for that. I yeah. just don't think I've got enough time in the day to 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 just continue getting killed yeah, constantly. Well, honestly, to finish the game off, it took me about 35 hours. And how many times you die? Eh, 2,160 times. Does it count? There's an unofficial counter. There might be an official one also, but I use an unofficial one. <laughs> oh right. What did you think of it, Jans? Yeah, I hated it. Brutally <laughs> <laughs> honest. I I didn't get past the first boss. Because, no, no, right. That's right. I gave up. Yeah, because pussies, man. <laughs> if I had to guess how many times I died, it was probably about fifteen. And you still didn't beat the first boss. Now, no. can I ask you what class did you take? Oh, I can't remember now. I was the one in the armor. Yeah, of course. <laughs> they all got armor on. No, not really, because oh, right. I myself, I, I took like like a sorcerer, mage type thingy. And then you have ranged combat, which makes it a little bit easier in the start. Do you know what? In any so game squishy. I play. I never go for one with like magic and potions and that. Yeah, same no, it means the other way around. I always <laughs> nah. take the one with magic and nah, potions. No, because it's always so much more complicated to play, isn't it? There's all these yeah. different buttons for potions and stuff. You just get the warrior, you get a shield and a sword, and you just go at it. Yeah, because in the in the heat of a battle, you're then like messing Fumbling. about with buttons, trying to pick the right potion for what you want to do, the right spell. But yeah. if you're like a warrior, you just go in. Whack them. Yeah, but that isn't yeah. quite how Dark Souls work, you know. Uh, <laughs> if you just go in there and whack him, you're going to get whacked. Well, that's the thing. I yeah. sort of understood is what it is. Every time you come to a boss, you've got to die, really, in theory, to learn how the boss works. And then you've yeah, got to learn you how to, to take counter it, Take him. in mind that most bosses have two or three forms. Yeah, that's not my kind of gameplay, man. Uh, I can't handle it. Sometimes that. takes days to defeat one boss, at least with me. I'm, I'm not that skilled in these kind of games. I've got to be honest, man. My computer's far too expensive to be breaking over that. You know what I mean? That's something you do yourself, no? At least a controller. <laughs> when you smash that, you can buy another one. But a computer. Do either of you play this with a controller? 
Yeah, I played with a controller in this one. Yeah, yeah I played with a controller. I had yes. to revert to keyboard and mouse because I started using controller and then had loads of issues with it. And uh, then I, had to... I probably know what, what happened there. If there's a second controller connected, any nah. anyone... It's because he's using a PlayStation controller, I think. Yeah, it shouldn't be a problem, to be honest. But do you have more than one controller uh, on your PC? No, just the one. Yeah, then it shouldn't be a problem. No, then it's not that because uh, I have some some old school controllers connected, and it didn't Hans, work at Hans all. Hans is so good at the game; he plays two player. Himself. <laughs> There's no two player, I think. <laughs> the thing that's creepy though in that game, when you get more like say, at fifty percent stage, players can invade your game, and it's actually PvP. So all of a sudden you see somebody coming running up to you, and they absolutely butcher you. <laughs> what do they take your gear and that? Uh, no, but you lose all your souls. The way you level up in Dark Souls is, if you kill your Collecting enemy, souls. you get souls. At some point after you defeat the first boss, of course, that's one of the necessities, you get into your home base, so to speak, and there you can level up using your souls. You can buy stuff using your souls. But if you die, you lose your souls, and you can retrieve him if you get back to the point where you died. But if you oh, die what? before that point, you lose all your souls. So at some point, I lost 143,000 souls. I Is was well lot? pissed off, man. Yeah, that's really a lot. <laughs> so I was well pissed off. I was like, okay, See, I, I died. I'm just going back there. And then I did something really stupid, and I fell off a ladder to my death, and <laughs> all my souls were gone. <laughs> oh, man, it was horrible. I yeah. felt like crying. I do uh, like the game. I've always I've played all the other ones as well. I've played them. And I remember when I used to play Xbox back in the day when Dark Souls 1 was out, and everybody used to be like, oh, this game's unforgiving. Like, you, you just get killed. And I remember people talking about it, and I was like, I want to try it. And because of the adventure side of it and all that, I was really wanting to fire places and get into a certain areas. I really wanted to get into it. But even back then, I just don't think I'm cut out for that kind of level of patience. It, it is, To be honest, I never finished uh, Dark Souls 1 and 2. No idea why, because they were so freaking hard. And this one actually was supposed to be harder, from what I read. But this one went better for some reason. Maybe because I'm more experienced now in the game. No idea. Did you enjoy the game, though? Did you enjoy the playthrough and the uh, story? After all, yes, yeah, the story, there's something to say about that one, because there's, like, a few different endings, and apparently I had the worst possible ending you could possibly imagine. <laughs> what, like, the hardest one to get or the easiest one to get? Uh, the easiest one to get, apparently, which is, like, like a cutscene of 20 seconds and it's done. It's like, what? So really, I in the world 35 of hours brutally, <laughs> brutally myself for this one. I was like, oh, no. The thing no. is, I've got to be honest here. I, I, over them couple of, like, that week that you was playing that game, me and Jansen yeah. had to listen to you every time you came on, <laughs> pretty much <laughs> crying about how stressed out you was getting. You was actually physically swearing and screaming down the mic house, and we was like, what? No, I was actually physically screaming because I defeated the last boss. <laughs> That's what you heard. Uh, but actually, the last boss wasn't the hardest for me. At some point, you to fight the Dancer of the Boreal Valley. And the, the name sounds a bit crazy, but it's like this huge ghost-like thingy. And he dodges every attack that, uh, that I launch at it. And it was so unforgiving. I think I died more than 100 times with him. I think I would have got further than the first boss, but somebody put me off, to be honest. I remember playing it for the five minutes that I was already in there. And I got the boss down to halfway. And if you remember, you went to me, ha, 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 ha. When you get him to 50%, he's going to evolve. And then yep. he's going to cane you. I'm like, oh, I can't be bothered with this now. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. A lot of these bosses have two or even three forms. Yeah, I was like, I can't be bothered with that. Yes, I, I got him and then, boom, a second form. I was like, oh, no. But the annoying thing as well is when you die, you 
die further back than where you died from. So that's what annoyed me as well. Because yeah, you I'm need to go there, all the way back because yeah. you always respawn the campfire. Exactly, and that annoyed me because if I, if the bo I got to the boss, I was fighting the boss, he killed me, and then I respawned two seconds away that I had to walk up to him again, start it again. Fair enough. I would have probably put a bit yeah, more time you're into it. Yeah, because just wasting that bit of time getting yeah. there. And oh yeah, sometimes yeah. it takes like 10 minutes to get back to a boss and then you go in there, you do something stupid, you die, like... Uh, and that's crap. when it gets repetitive <laughs> because you then want to get to where you were as quick as possible and you're trying to run through it, but no, then you're yeah, making you mistakes. Yep. But the but... thing is, then again, that's why the game has got such a following because people know that if you've completed Dark Souls, you're dedicated to that game. Because people like me and you, Jance, are just like, oh, bollocks, I can't bother. You know? But like him... He's completed it, so he's like, that's a real achievement to complete that game. It's not like yeah, completing like normal games, it's like, I've completed Dark Souls 3. Yeah, yeah, it only took me 35 hours, which is yeah, apparently a lot. So. <laughs> got a massive following, you know? Yeah, it's, it's a very, very popular game. Like I said, some sometimes I like playing something difficult, but it also, it's never impossible. It's really difficult, but never impossible. When you die, it's your own fault. Did you, that at means any point... you made a mistake. Yeah, did at any point did you go on the internet and look at how to defeat the bosses? Like what, uh, what almost was... every boss, but then again, every class requires a different tactic. And yeah. then then it also depends on, on, on what what the boss does and, and in what order. So there's not really one way to kill a boss. It, it, you need to see what he does, learn his moves. Yeah, because I did. I did the first boss a couple of times and I, every time I did him, I got a little bit further yeah. and I sort of thought, oh, I can counter and then strike, you know, and... It's that sort of tactic, isn't it? Learn how they how they play. It's, it's trial and error, but like some if you bosses... went back to if you went yeah. back to the game now, you'd probably get through it in half the time because you'd know exactly what to do at what point. Yeah, I, I also know where to get my good gear, because that's also something that's a bit unforgiving. There's the game doesn't hold your hand. I, uh, you find every piece of gear, you can equip every piece of gear, even though it's really not made for your class. You can still equip it if you want. Yeah. So you don't really know what to do. It's, those are things I need to look up too. Like, hey, what are other people doing? And then you try try out, see if is it, is this better for my stats? Is this not better for my stats? There's yeah. a lot of, of uh, yeah calculus in there sometimes. Yeah, but I think for me personally, it was just too hard with such little time. I'm playing the game thinking I've only got an hour on it, and I'm doing the same thing over and over again. So for me, it was like I don't feel I'm actually getting anywhere. I'm just getting annoyed. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what Dark Souls wants you to be, I guess. Yeah. Um, they want you to get annoyed, <laughs> but for some reason, most people. They get annoyed, but they try. They try again, and keep yeah. trying, and keep trying, and in the end, you're gonna get him. So, like I said, yeah, with, with, with one of those bosses, spent more than a hundred times. Yeah, yeah, but the sense of achievement is probably quite high when it you is, actually uh, complete. Yeah, for me, it's like, yes, I got it, I did it. <laughs> yeah, but I was for actually me, actually I, screaming I, in Teamspeak when I defeated the boss. <laughs> like, yes, I got him finally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I I don't have the dedication in a game to get that achievement because for me when i play a game i need to i need to be enjoying it whilst i'm playing it and even playing things like football playing a, a match in fifa sometimes you're not enjoying it because the other person is that much Caning, better than yeah. you that you're just getting caned and the same thing happens in call of duty you get these like kids that play it 24/7 yeah but those you. are those are, are actually other players in dark souls you you play an engine and yeah the but engine it... can only do so much so there's always a way to defeat a certain boss i mean there, there's even um a guide online 
from some some Korean or Japanese dude that defeated the whole game at level one without dying, without blocking or parrying. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And it it some boss fights took him ten hours. Can you imagine ten hours on one boss fight? Now that's dedication. Yeah. I would I would never even consider doing it. Now there's even a video out there of uh, a guy beating Dark Souls with one of those dance dance pads. You know, the carpet you, you put on yeah. the floor and you defeat really? the Dark Souls that way. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, but, but these people, man, I'm not being funny. They must be like crazy. Cause yeah, be way to too that. much time on their hands. Yeah, as well. that's it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go through the game that's extremely hard without using any of my buttons. I'm just going to yeah. creep around. A lot of challenges out there. Personally, for me, the challenge is defeating the game. That was already a big achievement for me. I wouldn't think of doing it at level one, and I especially would not have the concentration to go 10 hours for one boss. Imagine yeah. dying after nine hours and 30 minutes. Yeah. Or, but that, or whatever. <laughs> I, I, couldn't, I couldn't even put myself in that position because if it's not fun for me straight away, I'm not yeah. going to play it. Same as me. Yeah, it depends. But sometimes also in this game, you can get lucky. Like, uh, there was one boss called Jorn the Giant, I think it was, initially got stuck in the wall. Like, <laughs> okay, and I just smashed him to death with my cane. <laughs> uh, with my sword, sorry. <laughs> with his cane, with his cane. <laughs> yeah, he got a cane careful, and he got a sword, but... Canes, matey. <laughs> you, you can't smash with your cane, it's only to, to cast spells, so you need to take out your sword and then kind of lunge at careful him the whole time. Careful what you say. There might be a granny around the next corner with a cane ready to knock <laughs> yeah, the teeth out Yeah, I haven't seen any again. in a long time. <laughs> well, how much is Dark Souls at the moment? It's 49.99 euros. It's pretty expensive. That's pretty it's expensive. A AAA, yeah, it's a triple A new game. But once again, if you shop smart, you can get it a lot cheaper. Really? Of course. I, I, I would be so annoyed if I was to buy that game at that price and then just get annoyed. I, I actually been more than, than two or three years since I bought a game at retail price, I think. Over here, you can get it for £33. Um, Which is still 45 by, euros, I think. Yeah, by looking around and that. So. Yeah, if, if you shop smart, you can get it cheaper. If you're a hardcore but, gamer, try it. If you're not like me and Jansen, you flake out. Oh, yeah. Bother. yeah. This, this is a game that requires oh, a lot you know, of dedication. I wish I, had, I wish I had the dedication time to play it. I really do. But I just haven't got that amount of patience. And that's the end of it for me, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not complaining again. The game, I really liked the game when I was playing it. But just over and over again, just kept annoying hard. me. Yeah, it, it is hard. And some people say, hey, this isn't hard. This is pretty easy. I was like, how the hell can you find this game easy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it depends for... Depends what yeah. you're used to playing, isn't it? But yeah, but, but sometimes being hard is a good thing because you kind of want a challenge. You don't want to just walk through a game sometimes. And yeah. that's why when I play a game in the menu, if it's got easy, medium and hard, I'll always start on medium. I'll never pick yeah, easy. Yeah, same here. And then even then, when I'm playing, if I do find you it is a bit easier, a bit. then... Put it hard. Yeah, I'll move it up or down, but I'll always start on medium because I don't want to just walk through it. Depends with... what game it is, doesn't it? Because some games have like a, a different boosting for XP or whatever. You go easy and you yeah. get less XP, so it takes longer. But if you go hard, then it's it's shorter. Yeah. But the game's yeah. a lot harder. But this yeah. is not the case with Dark Souls. There's there's no uh, difficulty setting in there. It just this it's is hard. the game. Yeah. yeah. You beat it. <laughs> it's it's actually a hardcore game, but. I don't know many games, or at least AAA games, that are um, that require this level of of, of difficulty and, and yeah, I don't know. Hold on, pause there though, minute man. The level of difficulty in that game, if you go back to when we was all teenagers, that's how the difficulty was in every game. You played the same <laughs> level over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's With, comparable. Without the yeah. save option. Yeah, yeah. exactly. 
So when you died yeah. on the 10th thing, a game over, you'd be like, oh, but you still picked it up the next day. Yeah, yeah Maybe but the game didn't last for 30 hours back then also, huh? No, the game was only for like an hour. You yeah. still couldn't get off the first level. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but one of the hardest games, like retro games, was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the, first the NES. One. Yeah, yeah, I never you completed that one. I always I... wanted to go back to a game on, I don't know which computer it was on, but it was Turtles, but where you'd have a top-down view and you'd go down yeah. the little drains. That's, yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's, the yeah, one. that's it, on the that's, NES. That, that's a really hardcore game. Yeah. I mean, I, I was never able to finish that one. No, neither did I. I used to play that game and leave my NES on overnight, yeah, go up in the morning, yeah. play yep. it again. Same here. And then you die. Yeah. Like that guy that left his play his thingy on for twenty years. <laughs> hey, <laughs> at least the machine nice. worked for twenty years. Try leaving yeah. your PC on for twenty years. <laughs> yeah. Try leaving the bloody Xbox One or a PlayStation on now. Yeah. Be on yeah. fire. Those things were yeah, those things were brutalized. But yeah, <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, Dark Souls 3. If you have a lot of dedication and you like difficult things, this is the game for you. If you're like these two here, then don't. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of that, really. All right, yeah, let's move yeah. on. You've been playing another game called Life Goes On, Done to Death, I believe. Yeah, the remake of the, or actually I shouldn't say remake, but a polished version of the 2014 uh, version yeah. that they released back then. So Done to Death is actually a game. How do I explain this the best? You need to <laughs> die as much as possible. It's pretty much like Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but here you get rewarded for dying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like difference. the opposite. It's like you, you want to die to move on. Yeah. yeah. So it's a morbid like this... game. Morbid platformer. Yeah, it's it's like you got you got this this one level on your screen, which is side scrolling, and it's like like a puzzle. And in order to get to the other side of the room or to get you got the get upstairs the of the room. Either. What sorry? You got you've got to try and get the goblet. Yeah, the goblet. You need to get to the exit, so to speak. In order to get there, you need to kill off as many knights as possible. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's like it's pit, the pits with all spikes. You need to kill a few knights so you can walk over the their bodies, which is morbid. <laughs> yeah, because by the way, I played I played one level, and I'm not going to give any spoilers away because it is a it is more of a puzzle game with a it really a funny game, yes, yeah. a really funny sort of twist on it, and it's really the graphics are really really nice, clean and polished. I really like the graphics now, yeah, and the are. way the character walks and moves. It's really like smooth. The, the physics game, are awesome in this game. Yeah, yeah, it does. Like it's like ragdoll sort of, isn't it? Like when your yeah. character dies, he sort of flops down and bounces off things. And say you've got like a spike pit and you've got to go from one side to the spike pit to the other. Uh, on say the very low levels, like really basic bottom end beginning levels, like when you're really learning to play the game, yeah. you get a spike pit. And I, I, do you know what? I didn't even get it at the beginning. I just, I was like, how do I get across there? I don't want to kill my guy. Yeah, you uh, told me like, hey, yeah. how do I get this? And you need to kill your dude, man. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> what jump you have to do there. is you have to jump your guy onto the spikes. He just flops down dead on the spikes. So then you make way for the next one. It automatically spawns a new one at the spawn point you're at. And then that guy there, you will use to jump onto your dead guy on yeah, the spike. So you can become the awesome. platform. <laughs> and then you jump him off. On it. But but that's like the lowest form. The, the levels get really, really complex where to the point of where you're just looking at it thinking, I don't know how to do this. And I don't yeah, I think look I, it I got an achievement for killing more than 50 uh, knights in one level. Yeah. <laughs> See, the thing but is, sometimes well, you think you need to do it like this and... You, you you kill your knight at a certain point, and then all of a sudden some flames come, and the body's gone. It's like, oh, crap. Yeah, I've done that as well, because you try and think, if I kill him and he goes along that conveyor belt, he'll drop over there. But then when yeah. you press the button at the same time, a ball of flames comes out and just turns him to ash, and then he's not there anymore. You're like, ah, oh, what do I do now? Yeah, there's like a few really complex puzzles. Um, I'm actually stuck now in... Uh... 
in what is it, the mountain I just up out of the mines and then you can need to go to the mountains and I'm stuck in a level there. I have totally no clue what to do. Yeah, I got I got as far because you've got like a scrolling map and yeah. you sort of bounce your character along. There's a little story that goes with it as you go from one place to another. Yeah, and you start yeah. off in the mines, don't you? And you go along. Yeah, I, um, I finished the mines. That was yeah, I finished the mines. Okay, and then you go to you the mountain. Me, I think. Told me you got out of the mines, and I was like, right, I'm stuck on a level here. <laughs> I'm not going to ask him. I'm going to get over this. So I carried on playing it and I persisted. And I was thinking. Hans has done it. I, I can do it. It's got to be a simple thing. And it was, in the end, it was a simple thing. Just I totally overlooked. So what you're saying is you had dedication. I had a little bit of dedication, but it was only because you was beating me at it. And I had ah, to okay. get but to I your beat point. you in Dark Souls also. Yeah, I don't care about that. That's hard. Ah, there you go. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this has got like a funny side to it. Yeah, me, this like, is a funny game. Yeah. You know? But this game is this game actually came out in 2040, the original. Yeah, but, and that was just called um, Done to Death. And that's, sorry, that's the next bit. And it, life goes on. And yeah. then when they updated it, it went called Done to Death. So life goes on Done to Death now. And they've updated it with a load of new features, I believe, haven't they? Yeah, you can unlock certain stuff like hats. and. Yeah, I've got a few crazy hats. <laughs> All the knights have well funny names in there. That's yeah. also something we need to mention. So. I actually looked on the website and sent a couple of questions in to the devs and that. And uh, they actually said that if you go to their website you can actually submit names. So, because obviously you kill knights by the dozen every minute. Like, they just keep dying. And every time one dies, a little scroll comes up and they cross out his name and the next one pops up. And it'll be like Sir Pants a lot of something else or yeah. really silly names. But you can actually go on their website and actually submit your own names and they'll put them into the game. Yeah, that's you know? well funny. Which, which, which I thought was quite a good little feature, you know? Yeah, some some are really, really funny. Like, oh, look at that guy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's like so. that. There's weapons as well. You unlock weapons now in this version. Yeah, but um, honestly, I haven't seen what the weapons do yet. I don't think they really do anything. I think the weapons uh, and that are just for show. It's just to say... Pure cosmetic. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like you get silly hats and like your character gets... Do you know what I've got to say about this game? One thing, just me personally, I didn't want to kill my dude. I wanted to keep him alive. So I That's tried not the point of the game. I know. <laughs> but just, uh, There's like, actually achievements for killing as many dudes as you can. I know there is. I know you're uh, supposed to kill them all the way through, and that's the part of the fun. Like I'm, I'm not really sure if there's an end to the dude. That, that's something I no, haven't it just found. No, no, it doesn't. They just keep popping up. But, ah, there we go. <laughs> but it's just like my natural thing built into me is to keep the guy alive. Uh, and but the game but is how to fast paced is it? It's like if Very you've fast. got one guy, how long does he last before he dies and the next one comes He's out? Some, sometimes one second, sometimes Couple of minutes. two seconds. <laughs> you literally, you get a spawn point and you have to go on the spike. So you, you drop him on the spikes, next one comes in, jumps on his back, jumps across, gets hit by a ball of flame, presses a button when he's dead or whatever. Next one comes and you move yeah, him a bit Yeah, sometimes you have to be really fast. You need to kill him before the flames reach him so yeah. he can use his body still and jump over the flames. And all There's some really good mechanics yeah. to the game. They've really, really worked hard on, yeah, on the is. mechanics of how... And like Some of the levels further on are literally like you have to jump in there, press that button, drop that body onto a conveyor belt. That goes down, drops yeah, another quick, button. Yeah, quick, quick, quick. Uh, have you also a... noticed every time you finish a level, the cart with all the bodies piled up? Yeah, yeah, he pulls, the guy pulls, the last one you used, pulls out a little wheelbarrow, like from the plague or whatever, and he's got all the bodies stacked up in there, and he drags them off. It tells you how many bodies you killed, and, and all their names are crossed off a list and that. Yeah, that's well funny. It really is a funny little game, you know? Yeah, this, this is one of the better indie games that I played uh, lately. But yeah, the, the, the newer version of it, where they'd done Done to Death on it, came out in the 17th of May. So the game came out two years ago, and then they've been working on it till now to get 
these extras out. But I, I personally think they've done a really good job. Oh yeah. You know, it's it's a really sort of fun little game to play. It's a fun you know? little game to play when when you like have an hour free or something. Yeah, like, it's it's only six ninety nine on Steam. It's not like it's a, a really expensive game. They've done a lot of work on it. It's, it's really it's worth its money. Yeah. You is know, it a finished fun. game or is it? Yeah, it's finished. It's yeah. finished. Steam. Finished, yeah. It's actually. But they, they can, you can still submit names and stuff. Yeah, on Steam, it's actually um, 96% in the ratings, you know, of the reviews from people. Yeah, so it's very really positive. high up there. It's only single player. That would be something I'd like to see in it. If you could have two players where you help each other out, that'd be another thing. You know, so like me and you, or they say me, you and Jansen can all have a guy each and do a separate Sort of themselves. multiplayer then. Yeah, that, that would be a good twist and it might be hard to implement though. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure how that would work, like a multiplayer it might be, game. It might make it too easy because then if you've got people dying... You got three times the amount of knights dying, then you'd just be covering the floor with them, and you could just basically walk through it. No, it doesn't work like that. It's done so well that if you try to do that, it, there's a way of blocking it, and you have to start the level again. Like there's one oh, okay. level where you've got spikes on a conveyor belt, and you have to kill one to make him press the button, and then that will move the conveyor belt along. But you've also got to have a lot of knights on top of the spikes to cover the spikes so you don't hit them later on. So. You hit that, the conveyor belt goes along, tips up, and then they're all stuck on the spikes. So you can yeah. jump up, climb them, climb the dead guys up to the top. Yeah. So you have to kill enough of them to cover all the spikes, you know? It's yeah, like it's well funny, I mean. But well, I just had this thing about well, me where I don't want to kill them. If you kill too many of them, then that blocks you from completing the level. That's not possible, I think. No? No. no you, you, I've done that before where I've killed a couple and I've... I've blocked myself off and I can't get past. Oh, it is possible. Okay, I haven't had that problem yet. But I've just got this sense where I don't want to kill them. I want to try and do it with less as possible. But yes, sometimes you do get to a point where you're just like, mm, a bit frustrated. Bang, 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 bang. Just popping them all out and they're just dying. They're like, ah! <laughs> but you've got these like really crazy ways of them like dying. So one will be hacked in half by like a saw. One will be hit with a ball of flames. One will be put in a block of ice. And then near the end of the first level, I won't tell you any spoilers, you like... The, the, the mechanics change again. You get, like, lava, and, and the level's yeah. up-scrolling and that, and you're trying to get to the top, you know? You need to be very, very fast in that lava level. I remember that one. Yeah, and, and I was like, it just keeps giving. The further you get into this game, the more they tweak how it works. You've got cannons later on in the game where you have to fire them at certain yeah. places to bounce <laughs> off the dead guy and that, you know? Yeah, and there's also the, this uh, one level, I remember, with, with, like, this little wheel in the middle where you have to put the bodies in. Yeah, it's and like a hamster uh, wheel. Where they, yeah, the hamster wheel, where they die, the wheel will, will turn, so the more they're in there. And you have to stop it with the button to get them out of the right hole, so they fall yeah. to the right button. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that one as well. Yeah, but, me too. Um, I was looking at a few um, later on in the game, uh, and about your zombies, there's all sorts of things that can kill your dudes later on. Ah, I haven't gotten to that point. No, I hadn't this is one the game either. I want to finish also. Yeah. <laughs> Just um, to beat you. Yeah, it is a really, really good little game. And, you yep. know, for that sort of price, you can't really go wrong. And do you know what? I looked around and I've seen it quite a lot on people's Steam like wish lists. As, you know, I've got a lot of friends on Steam that actually prefer little indie games and that, like and like, like chilled games where they could just sit on their own because yeah. it's single player and just like, it's like, do you know what? Something at work. If you was at work, yeah. that's the sort of game you'd play. Just a fun thing to do. Yeah. Between other things. <laughs> so. Yeah, there's a really, really good little game. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Jansen, you should try it. Yeah, no, yeah. It I can recommend good. it, seriously. Yeah, because I'm, I'm not always that into the indie games, because some of them, I do think that they need more work. And No, nah, this is totally done. 
Like, yeah, like I've seen death. I've seen screenshots of it, and it does it does look good, and you lot seem to love it, so it does make me want to play it. The thing yeah, is, it's always, I love with it. Do you know what I find? A game that's finished and which runs very smooth and nice, and you can just tell from the minute when you click on the icon to load the game up, you can tell that they've really done the work on it. You know, there's no like you could even get up games like we play, like Daisy and them sort of games, Armor and stuff like that. And the graphics aren't as crisp and aren't as smooth and aren't... It comes up like... Imagine like a console game, and it is out on console as well. So it comes up like that, you know? It comes up all fresh and clean looking. And then when the graphics do come up, it's very, very crisp and like clear cut. The, the, the little uniforms of the guys now are very well designed and the graphically they're really, really nice to look at. And that sort of gives you more gameplay because you're looking at all the bits. Did you... um? Did you... I didn't understand the little monster thing, the little furball thing. No, me neither. Every time I got uh, near him, he, he ate me, and then he fell asleep. Yeah, because I sort of, when I read about it, it said that there's also a monster that you have to go and do something to. And I just, I didn't get that bit, but I noticed <laughs> every time I did it on the level, something would happen. But I did, couldn't work out what it was. He killed me every time. Yeah, he killed uh, you, no but then huh? was there a reason for it? Did it unlock something? Was it an achievement? I have absolutely no idea. To be honest, I, I've been asking uh, the customer myself. Yeah, because it was like a little Furby, Furby thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it's like this green little Furby thing. Uh, sometimes there's a purple one also, I think. And I was like, okay, I need to get to the monster. And when I got there, it just ate me and then it fell asleep. Yeah. It literally I, fell asleep and it was it, harmless then. In all the lower levels, I made sure I got it. But then as I got further on, I thought, do you know what? It's getting so tricky now. I'm just going to crack on with the game and try and get out of these levels and get to the next section. Yeah, just another thing to find out, I guess. I unlocked a few weapons and a few hats. Yeah, same here. Weapons, hats, and... I don't think there's any more unlocks to unlock, but life goes on done to death. That's, there's not... It's, it's a pretty simple game. There's not a lot to talk about, apart from to say that it's a really funny, bit morbid, like killing everybody. <laughs> but but that brings more fun to it. It's like, you can just... Did you find yourself as well just sometimes killing people on certain things just to kill them? Yeah. I want to see how they die. There's a saw over right there, <laughs> cutting it off. Like the physics of, of how they yeah. die sometimes is amazing. Yeah. Bouncing off like ragdoll all the way to the bottom. Yeah, with the cannon was also funny. You can actually splash him into a wall and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh well. But anyway, but yeah. this game, I really enjoyed this one. I think I spent a good six or seven hours on it already. Yeah. And um, I'm not done yet. I, I want to finish this game. And I'm gonna. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I reckon getting further up the levels, I reckon they're really going to crank up the difficulty. And it could be... For me, it could be Dark Souls territory, but for you, it could be shouting down the microphone territory, but finishing. There's a possibility in there, yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> they did... I've got to be honest, yeah. I, at the end of the first section, I was finding it really hard. I might mm, just be a the bit first, The first section was, was pretty okay, except from the, the one with, with the hamster wheel. I struggled well in there. Oh, well, no, that one uh, I wasn't too bad with. No, for me, that, that was the longest I did. I think I spent a good hour really? in there. Yeah. Really? I had no idea what to do there at first. Another, another thing is, if you look through screenshots for all the different levels, they've yeah. really used, like, the HD, like, because they've made it into, a, like, much better graphics than that. They've really used the best of colors. If you look at just, like, a random 10 screenshots of the game, uh, the first thing that stood out to me was the bright colors, bright greens, bright oranges, you know? Yeah, it's, it's all cartoony, maybe, but yeah. in a good way. Yeah, but it really stands out, and it's really yeah. done to really capture you, you know? It's done in a good way, like, like yeah. When that lava was going up, I, was, I really felt a sense of, like, 
I've got to get up there now. Like <laughs> the lava. <laughs> oh man. Which dude should I kill? How should I kill him? How am I gonna get up? Yeah, the lava <laughs> always it always destroyed the corpses. It was well yeah. annoying at some point. Yeah, no! yeah it was. <laughs> like okay, gotta be faster. Jump, 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 jump. But that's the thing. At some point, you would actually be like, right, I get the dude across there, hit him there, kill him there. And yeah. then his body I can use. Yeah, but you'd be then, ultra fast then, to get to the body. Yeah, you do it and then you just turn to ash. You'd be like, yeah. oh, like no, you, you need to do that. You need to kill him and then make your way there before the lava. Use his yeah. body, get up, and it's like, okay, now I find this. <laughs> so. Yeah, but the thing is, and another time, I, I kept getting, it happened where I was doing the level and I was just missing out one thing. And then all of a sudden I would just click. And I'd be like, actually, this level's really easy and I've been really thick. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it was like right there. In front I had of a me. few of those, those ones too. Right there in like, front of me. Oh my god, it's so easy once you know what to do. Yeah, and I was, <laughs> I was just like, I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. It's just but really yeah, annoying. again, it, it's it's like you said earlier, Dark Souls trial and error. Yeah, you know, that is. It's, it's quite funny, isn't it? And both of them games we we've uh, spoke about and both they're pretty... they're so different yet so the same at some point. Yeah, uh, we should have put them in the stressed out section. <laughs> yeah, the stressed out section. Yeah, <laughs> we do this for no, next month. Do you know what? I've got to be honest. For me. I like the game, and I like Dark yep. Souls 3. I, I just don't think I've got the patience to follow all the way through. I had fun yeah. with the game. I really enjoyed the it. The thing is, Dark Souls 3, of course, isn't funny. But and then this one's well of, funny. Yeah, not a lot of people are like me. A lot of people want the game for that specific reason. That it's hard, and they want to prove to themselves that they can get through the game, and they're going to beat it. Yeah, but like this one also. I'm like, someone like, that puts uh, Fallout goes 4. On. I'm like someone that puts Fallout 4 on easy mode and then just relaxes and just chills out and plays through the, the no, game. No, I play that on normal or hard because I, I need a challenge every now and then. I'm not bothered about okay. the challenge. I'm bothered about... No, no me too. I do. I, I, I can challenge every time. A bit sad, but I'm bothered about just getting new gear in the game. Then you should play World of Warcraft. Really? <laughs> That's all about the gear, man. It's all yeah. about the loot. I did play World of Warcraft 1 for a little yeah. while. It's and... all about the loot. Looking cool. Uh, it's it's too it's old. About. It's too old, man, now, isn't it? But it's still a good game. So, but yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, don't do that. I recommend it to everyone that likes puzzle games. Yeah, six nine nine puzzle platform morbid yeah. killer. <laughs> That's funny. Not really defining a title in there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's well funny. It's it's really worth the price, and yeah, it's one done... of the better indie games at the moment at the moment. Yeah, they've really done a good job. You know, it's really yeah, really finished. Did. Right, let's move on. Uh, next up, we're going to talk about the games I've played. If you're all good with that, boys. Yes. And I've been playing, and I believe, Jansen, you've been playing as well and really enjoyed it, a game called Parkitect. Yep. Yep, I was pretty damn addicted to this. Okay, Me so I don't got... know the game, but is this something like, like Roller Coaster Tycoon or something? It's more like Theme Park. Yeah. Ah. Pretty much, you've got to go right back in time. This ain't none of this new roller coaster stuff where you build, you do build roller coasters in this, but you don't do it in the 3D version how... They are out now where you build like these massive. I never was into the big roller coaster bit one. No. But I was definitely into Theme Park, the original. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, that brings back like memories of many hours spent playing in like just walking around, putting a bouncy castle in. You remember that bit at the beginning, didn't you? With a bouncy castle where you used to bounce and that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This game just brings back like all that nostalgia from that. Yeah. It really, really does. This game is in early alpha stage, A1, and it was released on the 5th of May. And do you know what? Me and Jansen have been like actually having little discussions randomly, like over periods of weeks, where I'd be like, "How much money are you earning?" And he'd be telling me, and I'd be like, "Oh, what, how many? Have you done this? Have you done that?" And it just you can build all sorts of rides in it because it is like a business simulator basically, and the rides that you build are real rides. 
Did you, how many rides, Jans, did you see on there, which you've seen at like Cheshire World Adventures and Fort Park and that? Yeah, it's. I was like quite surprised how many of the rides were actual real rides that you would see at a theme park. Yeah, they've obviously are. given them different names, but the physics of the ride and how it looks is exactly the same. Yeah, and and what I liked as well is, say you went to Cheshire and you went on Ramsey's Revenge, yeah? they've got that game, that ride in the game. You can then put the ride down. Plonk it wherever you want, exactly how Theme Park used to be. It's exactly replica, but brought up to date with graphics and engine and everything else. But back in it this time, ain't it? It's really, really yeah. there. Yeah. The graphics are really crisp. It's nice and smooth. You know, and, and I've got to be honest, that's what I like about it. I like that it's the same as the game used to be. Yeah. It's And I'm just going back to playing that game with a whole lot more content. And now one of the major things about this game is that it's on Steam Workshop as well. Yeah. So... When you've placed all the rides down, you can literally then go onto Steam Workshop and you can just download loads more. Like I was just about to say, Ramsey's Revenge from Chesney World of Adventures, yeah. You can build that setting. So you can build the ride, plonk it down, and then you can put all rocks around it. And then you can put pathways. You can even put a train station or like a little tube station so you can go around on like a conveyor belt sort of thing, you know. It's, oh. <laughs> it's pretty open. It's like theme park from years ago, but with a whole lot more in it. Yeah. And I found myself going onto Steam Workshop and downloading hundreds of items. I don't know if you did, gents. I had a look, but I didn't download anything because I was I was quite content with what I had in the game and working with that. that yeah, I, see, didn't, we, I, I didn't have to go and get anything else. Yeah, we went down different routes, didn't we? I sort of started building my bottom right-hand corner of my... Because you get a big plot of land. It's just a piece of greenery. And you can make new maps and you can download new maps for it with water on and stuff like that. But I just went with a standard green square, massive baton land. And at first I was like, bloody hell, there's a lot of land to play on here. It's not like a, <laughs> like, you know, when um, uh, Sim, Sim City came out, a new one, you got a little plot of land, you ran out of space. In this, there was a lot of land. And do you know what? Nearly, I'd say 50% of the, the rides that are in the game now, I would have like a quarter of the, the maps corded off with all the rides in it and all my pathways going in and out and all my little shops and all my little candy stores because you've got all that, all the little toilets, you have to put all your bins down, you have to put all your like workers and like people that wear up all the, the bunny suits and all that, like the entertainers and you put all this down and I've pretty much put all of the rides, I got all of the rides on the map and I think where you went a different direction to me was Jansen got really excited with the with the big rides I've done yeah. all the little rides and done a few roller coasters because when you click on the ride button, you've got normal rides, you've got a roller coasters tab, and then you've got like an extra bits of tab, yeah? And I pretty much just use the roller coasters that were pretty small and already pre-made, like pre-built. And you can make your own roller coasters as well. But Jansen, you sort of just went on all in and just got loads of massive roller coasters, didn't you? Yeah, but should you yeah. do some bookkeeping then also because I, I take it those rides are on free? Yeah, but you've no. got to remember this. You've got to remember this is really early alpha. So the game's not at the moment in the stage where it's all working perfectly. Oh, okay. Now, it is, don't get me wrong. It, it worked. The, 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 the numbers and figures add up perfectly. But the way I found the game at the moment was I had to get into 100 grand's worth of debt. And then the game gave me no warnings. It didn't give me a warning to, to leave or anything like that. It just let me get into debt. And then as I built more, I'd let it because you've got to fast forward and you can leave this game as well running in the background on your computer. It's got an option to keep the game running when you're not there because obviously it runs in real time or you can speed up time. Now, what I did is I sped up time and I left it for a few hours at a time 
when I came back, I was out 20 grand worth of debt. I'd had more in. And I actually got to the point where I had weighed out, like leveled out my money spendage to cost, if you know. So I was actually getting into the into plus. And then what I'd done is, I think after quite a few hours, I got into like plus 20, 30 grand. And that's when that point, I didn't need to go into minus anymore. I just kept putting a new ride down, wait for the money to build up, put a new ride down, wait. And then the game was just more of managing my park. And because I feel the roller coaster, you can build yourself. Like you can actually design which ups and downs, left, sharp turn. It shows you like all f graphs and that for like G-force and how scary it is. And even when the park's open, you can click on a ride and you can literally, it shows you the G-force, how many people like it, what people think about it, if it's too expensive, and you can adjust. So once you've filled your park up with everything and all your land fill up, because you can fill it up with these big rides really quick if you use massive roller coasters, because there's no limit. Then you go back and you just delete things out and fill the spaces with things that you think are going to make more money, you know? What, what, what do you say about it, Jans? Well, the thing is, with the money situation on it, I didn't know if this was because it was alpha and they might change it later. But I felt because you could you could spend beyond your budget, it meant that you didn't really have to manage your money. You could just yeah. keep putting big ride here, big ride there. It, it was just like a free-for-all. So, yeah, but I'm really assuming that they're going to take that out. It will get to yeah, like, you're allowed but, to go down to minus 20 and that's it, you're bankrupt. Yeah, but it, they should do it in a way where when you get to zero, you can't spend any more money because you don't physically have the money to spend, but you might go into a minus, but then you have to micromanage what you've got or sell off certain things to bring your money back up. Yeah. The way but, most... they, but they should bring in a bank as well. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The way most of them do it is bring in a bank and you can have like a 60 grand loan. Yeah. Or like and at then... the beginning on some of them, you say, I, I can either start with 40 grand, 60 grand or 100 grand. And then you'll have like a 10%, 15% or 20% to pay back on top. So yeah. it gives you that, you've got that 100 grand or that 60 grand to buy all the parts and then you just leave it to level yeah. out. Yeah, because on, on this game, like one roller coaster might cost you 75 grand. Yeah. And so straight away, as soon as I put that down, I'm 75 grand in debt. Yeah, but that was really bad planning, wasn't it? Yeah, but then it's because I was able to. roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, but that's why I, I was... Because I wanted to get the full extent of the game, I wasn't worrying too much about my money. I just wanted to get every ride down, micromanage each thing, build the park, put down like all the uh, trees and yeah, like the rocks and yeah, all the, the rocks things, and like. plants and yeah. But yeah, so, but really, you, what you should have done is done what I done: start in one corner of the map and put little rides down that are cheap. Get that building up. Get the park sort of being a park. Because if you just put one big roller coaster, plonk it in the middle, it's not a park. It's just a roller coaster. Yeah, but, yeah, but don't don't you need like restaurants and all that stuff? Yeah, and also. Yeah, yeah, you've yeah. got everything. You've got like food, drink. You've oh, got okay. souvenirs. Because I remember in those older games, you do you put like shops down and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's got all of that. It's happy. Got, you've got a whole section for shops. You've got a whole section for, like toilets, and you've got like buildings for staff. Yeah, you've got food what, courts as well. You've yeah. got an indoor food court. You've got an outdoor oh. food court as well. But it's and not that, even that. that was one of the pre-built things as well that you could download. It wasn't just rides, but you could actually have, yeah. uh, like someone's designed an area with all different concessions of uh, like food, drink and souvenirs. And then they've got benches, they've got yeah, trees and say. everything. Because in, in every area of the game, like rides, buildings... You've got a blueprint section 
and it's really really well done it's really easily to connect to steam and what you do is say i put down like you said a concessions area with just a food block yeah i can put my food block down in the middle or all my little huts around it then i could put some rockery around it and i could put some bins and some pathways and then i can choose that section put it straight into into the steam workshop and it uploads it and then people can take that content from my steam you know yeah. so they've got that in their game and a lot of the rides people have put their own names and prices on and they've got like a, they've made a crazy roller coaster and like all the roller coasters in the game that's pre-built at the moment are just roller coasters so you just plonk it down it's got the rails but the ones that people have personally made have done like some crazy ideas already they've got like they've made like italian building looking things where it's got all in rockery and, and the roller coaster goes under the floor and out and it goes up and it goes round the buildings and round the rocks and they're really really complex designs so you can always build your game and then, and at this early stage as well, it's only like early alpha, yeah, like early access alpha, but you at this stage already, the playability in there was immense because every time I went back on the next day, someone had made something new. So I was like, oh, I really like that. I'll put that in. I'll find a space. And then I'd find myself, go back, go through every single ride I've got put down and, and readjust because everybody was saying, oh, your park's so cheap. Your park's so clean. So I'd readjust. I'd put the price up a little bit until I got it balanced, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because even with an early game, there's enough in the game at the moment to keep you busy and keep you happy, even yeah. if you're not downloading other content from Steam. And that's why I found I had a look at what was out there, but I felt like I'm quite happy with what I've got at the moment because I can still build on the stuff that comes with the game. And then with the roller coasters, uh, I don't know if you try to build one yourself, but it is quite complicated. Yeah, I did. You taught me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that was the uh, the train. So building the yeah. train track around the Yeah, because you can put monorails and stuff around. You've got like monorails, little kids' trains, and like you've got a big monorail and that. And I couldn't work out at the beginning how to keep placing with all the stations and that. Because if you look as well, we, with all the rides, you've got an op option to put a station on the ride as well. So you can have the state, the ride actually be a, like the haunted house can be a station as well, I believe. Yeah, because yeah, you can go into the settings and you can pick other things to be stations for your monorail and the mini railway. So and this game is still early alpha, you say? So it yeah. sounds like there's a lot in there already. Yeah. But put it this way: in the first week, I'd played over 12, like 12 hours on it, you know, and I just was so addicted to it. We we all had a LAN party around my house where we all came around and, and got all our computers set up. And every second or every minute that we weren't playing a game together, me and Jansen was putting this game on and going, look, look at this. Look how I've done this. And like, it just kept giving. Like, yeah. he said, why have you got your pathways going everywhere? And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, put them under the floor, man. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, look, <laughs> showed me. You can put tunnels so people can walk around. You've got normal people like paying customers and you've got like workers. And Jansen goes, I don't want my workers walking around with a paying customers. So I've done underground tunnels all around my park. Yeah, which and was a pretty cool feature. Yeah, because one good thing about this is that you have staff pathways as well as the customer pathways. So the staff hut as well, where they go to rest. Yeah. You, you can just put that completely out of the way. Then you can have a staff pathway coming out of that, going underground, and just have a whole network of paths underground popping yeah. up wherever you want. And it just it's a more direct route from their staff their staff room i suppose straight to yeah. a ride or whatever because they're, they're constantly doing maintenance 
on the ride, so they yeah, don't. Yeah, they break keep breaking down. down, don't they? They break yeah. down every so many minutes, and they have to get you have to have a person turn up there and fix it, otherwise customers start getting the ump. Yeah. This game, I would say, is more finished than the original at the stage it's at. You know, and I don't know how far they're going to take it, but it's so open at the moment. There could be endless rides. It's a single player game at the moment. I don't know if it's going to become multiplayer, but I do you know what I'd like to see? One thing I really, and it's just personally my touch how I like things. I would like to see like different maps or something that as you progress, you get a bigger map in a different country. So like you get a tropical climate or you get like a snowy climate or whatever. And they have got these climates in the game. You can change your areas. But I mean like to bring more of a sort of achieve. Like I don't know if they're going to bring missions in as well or like scenarios. But, you know, like Theme Hospital used to be. You start off in debt. You've got to get this guy out of debt, blah, blah, blah. Next one. Oh, you've got to get over a million pound in your bank. Next one. You know, that would keep me keep playing that game. But yeah, like you said, like having different like terrains is one thing that they already have. But I did come across a few problems with it because you can add water. And I wanted to put like a lake um, in a certain yeah, area. I couldn't do that either. Yeah, but it wouldn't let me put the water. So I don't know if that's just... That's just because um, it's early alpha. Yeah, so it's showing you that the the options there, and they even had things like rafts and stuff yeah. like that. So you know, later on, they're probably being uh, rowboats or pedlars. Yeah, see, or, I like, I went on to Steam. Things. I went on to Steam Workshop, and there's quite a few different maps on there. And they've already got water on them. I didn't yeah. actually try one of them because I was so far into mine. But I tell you what, I am crying about is I thought it was click because it does say it's, it's it saves it on the Steam Cloud. And obviously, because it's so early, it obviously doesn't at the moment. And I had, I had to delete the game off because I reinstalled my computer and I lost my weld and work oh, and stuff. Because <laughs> no, Jansen saw it, man. There was a lot of effort gone into that, man. Yeah, no, it was. It was, yeah, it was all, painful. Every, every little square, like square inch of the map, I had perfectly level, put it out so my pathways were done. I did make one mistake, which I had to go back and change because of Jansen. I, at first... I got my exits muddled up. So you put your ride down and you have an entrance you can move anywhere and an exit. And so I just put my entrance in with a pathway. That was all done. Change the colours of it how I want. Change the colours of my ride. Change all the details of the fencing like round my ride. Change all the sounds. You can put different sounds in the game. I'm sure you can put your own sounds in as well. So you've got different music playing as you go past rides. But I didn't realise. I just put a normal pathway coming out the exit. And Pip Jansen goes, hold on a minute, Nick. Why is everybody going in the exit? And I looked, <laughs> and he went, you're meant to just have that coming out. And what happens is when you actually put the real pathway down for an exit, the ride, the ground, actually turns to a proper ground. And then you know that it's set properly. But I didn't do that on all my rides at the beginning. Yeah, because in paths, when you go to the path section, it's got a few different paths you can choose. And one of them is a queue, which is the queue that you put to go yeah. into your ride. Then you have a path that's an exit. And then you have a path, which is the path for the staff. And that's why I was saying to you, you're using the queue path on your exit. So people are trying to get in through the exit and they're just walking in and out, in and out. Yeah, see, that was the thing. Some of my rides had queues that were like hundreds of metres long, like really long mm. round, like because it was big queues. And I just had people walking up and down them. Like, I couldn't work it out first until you told me. And I was like, ah, oh, brainwave been stupid but this is the thing about it not having a tutorial it's yeah. all trial and error at the moment and but the thing is it's better like that sometimes it is but then sometimes it does hold you back because you're doing something and it's a simple fix like with what you were doing you assume that that one path 
is a ride path so that's your entrance and your exit and i could have easily done the same thing as well but but that's down again to just early access that's just because they've you know you've got to look at it as as the stage of we've made the game really good so far but we haven't put a tutorial in you know yeah because that's not something to worry about that's extra work for them and that's probably something they will have in the finished game yeah if you look at their roadmap it's probably got really important things that they want to get implemented in to keep everybody in you know and and then as it goes but to be honest i've if anyone's interested in or or did like the original theme park you have to get this game this is just a must buy because it's like an update to the original theme park yeah because they did what they could with what they had with the original, and yeah. it was good. It it had so much playability, and they've taken that and they've just like expanded it tenfold. Yeah, and that's what I like about it because they haven't tried like all the other theme park simulators and that at the moment. They've tried to take it to the next level. They've tried to make it so you're in the theme park, you're walking around. I don't want that. I like the original, but the original was is outdated. So they've yeah. done the original, but just expanded it. And I always say this to you guys on a massive level. So instead of having 10 rides, there's an unlimited amount of rides because people can make them themselves, you know? So in that, it's just bringing the game to a whole new level for me. I could just continue playing. And if I had more, like at the moment, I feel the game is only limited to me filling up that bit of land and then deleting things to replace to make more money. But if they had some way to further that on, like, you had to do one map before you could do another map or you had to buy your way into new areas with like millions of pounds. So you had to play the game on the first little map, like a little tiny square and which is in the desert and you have to get two million pound in order to get to the next one. And then you can buy, you can stay on that one or you can move up to the next one and buy that for a million pound light or yeah. you can carry on the little one and buy the next one for 10 million pound, you know? Yeah. That would give for me would give it, a million times more playability because I would want to keep going. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because if they had a story mode where you're like the park designer and then people are approaching you to build parks for them and you say you build the first one and it's just a small little theme park yeah. that's connected to like a farm just for little kids and then that leads on to someone asking you to build something like Fort Park and then yeah. that leads on to someone say like from dubai saying we've got millions of pounds that we want to put into like the biggest theme park ever and then you get Mm. that job and then that opens bigger rides bigger roller coasters see that's another thing i was thinking of it would be a good thing unlocks only it might just be because it's early access again but unlock at certain levels so you can't go for these major rides at the start Mm. you know but i i think they just want it open for everybody to just go at it and if you've got the money, you can do it, you know? Yeah, I think that's what it is. They haven't put restrictions on it because they know it's not a finished game. So yeah. they're basically saying, this is what we're going to do. And then... This just, is what we've just, got. Yeah, just have Enjoy fun with it. it. And, and yeah. like, it's a taste of what's to come. And I think that's quite good in a way because because if you were worrying about the money that much and it was very slow-paced, you would might you might get annoyed that there isn't as much as there should be. And you might think, mm. well in the small rides i i've only got six small rides so i'm putting down the same small rides everywhere just to build up a bit of money to buy the next yeah. ride but in the finished game you might have 10 times the amount of small rides so you wouldn't have that mm. problem i do wonder how many rides that like new rides they're going to put into the, like, the finished game if it's just going to be like every week a new ride will come out or they'll download a new ride Cause they do downloads like updates at the end of every month at the moment i believe and 
I, I I honestly would keep going back to that game every month and checking it and going, oh, new ride, I'm going to put that into my park, you know? Yeah. Because you can see the potential of it. You can see yeah. how much they've put into the micromanagement of it as well. And yeah, it's got all it's got all the in-depth sort of paperwork side of it as well. So yeah. you do have to watch what you're doing. You can't just go at it like, well, I'll buy that, buy that, buy that. I'm sure there will be some kind of implemented banks like strategy part of it where yeah. you have to watch the bank as you get a warning. You're going to go bankrupt within next year or something, you know? Yeah, and but the same, you... same with the staff as well it's like if you click on an individual worker they might be a cleaner when you click on them it tells you their name it tells yeah. you what they do how happy they are if yeah. they need rest how tired they are things like that and did in you finish use game, the areas yeah so put in zones i didn't um, do that yeah so even that it's it's pretty simple to do you just highlight an area and then that area becomes uh, zone a yeah and it superimposes a border around the area that you've clicked and then it gives it a color and it gives it a number and then that's your zone and when you, you click zones it then shows you on your yeah. park all Who's the there? different color zones that you've got and then you can then like allocate workers to the zones yeah and i've got to be honest i think to my advantage i just thought it's early access i don't know if that's implemented properly yet i'm just gonna whack a load of people in and i just what i did because you've got like as well for the shops, not only have you just got to put a shop down, you've got to keep it stocked up. So you've yeah. got to have enough workers. So say you've put 100 shops over the whole park, you've got to have enough workers to walk all the way to the shop with like go to the outside, pick up the crate, take it to the shop. You know, yeah. you have to do that. And at one point I was like, what's going on? No one's buying anything in my shops. And it was because I hadn't put enough workers to, to take the stuff backwards and forwards like carriers. Yeah. You know? <laughs> And the same with the cleaners, it's like the bins fill up. And that's why as people are buying stuff and the rubbish is building up, people just drop it on the floor. And then you've got to get someone who's a cleaner going around sweeping up. But that takes like twice as long as it would if it was in a bin because they walk up to the bin, they pick it up, it goes into a bag and they take it. To yeah, the they f- carry the bag, don't they? Yeah. The front. <laughs> and that is a much quicker way of doing it. But if you haven't got enough bins then everyone's just chucking their stuff on the floor. And I, just you've whack, got these... I just whack bins everywhere. Yeah, I did the same thing. Once I realised it wasn't just for show, yeah. I started just whacking a bin on every corner. Yeah, that's what and I then did. you get the cleaners, and the cleaners will just go and pick up bags rather than having to go around and sweep. Yeah. I, I, I've got to say, my park was extremely clean, and they, they, everybody was really happy. I had my, I was right up in the 90s percent of happiness all the mm. time. But I will say as well, there's a section on the Steam Workshop for you've got like different categories like extreme rides, you've got like extreme G force, you've got all different sections, and one of the sections is real to life, like realistic. So people can make rides, like say you go to Fort Park and you've got like I don't know, Rams is what's a, what's one of the the vampire ride at Chesham? Yeah. You know? Loggers late. Yeah, you can build that ride and put it in on the workshop as that ride. So people can go, Oh, look, Fort Park. There's a lot of people actually have actually copied parks you know from their real park i was gonna say there's there's probably people out there that are building a fault park or a cheserton to scale it's yeah because you can get a map for the park probably on their website and i bet people are trying to build their park to exactly mimic replica, yeah yeah hmm. but yeah this this game's got very positive ratings as well it's like 95 percent on steam it's it's only 13.59 at the moment I would say if you do like your old school sort of strategy, because I love strategy games, they're my favourite games. 
And if you like a good strategy game, this is something really to sink your teeth into because it's a game that you can keep playing, it keeps giving, and you can keep designing. You really feel like you... you know that, I don't know if you had it, but I had that feeling of, I just want to come home and go upstairs and play my computer and get on that game again. Yeah. But yeah, that's Parkitect. Check it out. Really, really cool little game. I think it's well worth the thirteen fifty nine for the game. You're gonna get you're gonna get so much playability out of it. You can also become a little designer and put your own stuff out there on the, the workshop. So right, moving on. The next game I've been playing, and I have to say I've been playing this off of uh, Zach's account <laughs> because he bought it first. <laughs> is Doom. Now Jansen, you love Doom and you've been following it for years, haven't you? I've got to say I haven't really followed it for long. I I played it as a kid, but I didn't delve into the history, the storyline. I just like to run around shoot things and find my way out of the maze. What's but Doom for you? That, it's like I I was a huge fan of the original Doom. I spent hundreds of hours playing the original Doom. That's what I'm talking about, the original Doom. Yeah, but I I haven't played any Dooms since then. No. Well, Hans <laughs> is normally the Doom man, but since we played the the multiplayer, I've got to say the multiplayer you can forget because that is nothing like the single player game. Yeah, That's like I cool. said, I haven't even touched the multiplayer yet. Yeah, I'm the multiplayer gonna... for me was just a totally different concept to this game. Single yeah. player, I'm really, really enjoying it. It, it, it. I've got to be honest, it brings back the feel, the, the feel of the original Doom. It's so simplistic, but it's got all the graphics. It's got all the the, the, the smoothness. It's even quite fast. Like you know, people were talking about the speed. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's actually pretty fast paced. Mm. Yeah, it plays fast paced. And it's just so simple. It's like they've tried to go back to the roots of the original Doom and have it as smooth and simple as that. You just run forward. You're just constantly shooting your gun, one which is just a trigger, and then you've got two other buttons, jump, and you've got a button to, like, if you say you shoot one enemy, he'll go orange, and then you can press the one other button on your stick, and he'll do a special move and cut them up or beat them up or something. And you can, it's fast-paced. You just run around. And just annihilate everything. Yeah, but this for me, this was one of those games need to be played with a keyboard. Not really? sure how you did, but yeah, I need a keyboard for those kind of games. Why? Because faster. <laughs> did you really find it? it was faster on a keyboard? Uh, yeah, I always think mouse and keyboard combo is faster for, um, actually better for uh, first-person shooters. Yeah, but the thing is, it, this is all personal preference. Yeah. Because people who play a lot of uh, console games are so used to playing with like a controller getting on a keyboard and mouse is a lot slower for them yeah and for them because they're not used to it but in, yeah. in general the consensus is that the keyboard and mouse is faster in those games they, they tested that that uh, like i think two years ago i think it was with halo or something where they put like the top tier of um, the console players against like like mediocre uh, pc gamers and the console gamers got totally trashed but that's what they were saying that would yeah, have that, been the that's... main problem of cross-platform yeah. games. Yeah, that's that was the test from Microsoft. Yeah, because people on a PC having a keyboard and mouse will have an advantage over yeah, people with a keyboard Yeah, because you can't look up and down left and right as fast. Yeah, yeah that's it's, it's, it's faster. Fast. So in those kind of games, personally, I need a keyboard and mouse for this one. <laughs> I, yeah. I found in this it didn't really make much difference to me because it's, I, it's, I was playing single player anyway, so it's not like I'm going to come across another human player in this yeah, okay, unless I'm playing multiplayer. For, for one, but then I found about this game was pretty, for a fast-paced action shooter game, I was pretty relaxed and chilled because I didn't have to worry about, I, I can't stand games where they try and put so many buttons in it, you've got like combination buttons, so you've they've run out of buttons and now it's like press this and up or that and left or that sort of stuff really gets on my nerves because I, I just can't be bothered to take all that in, so with this, and a couple of people I spoke to agree, it's simple, 
you just up, down, left, and right. You've got your control stick to look around. You've got a couple of buttons to just hit, shoot, or hit, and jump. It's very, very simple. You run up to a door, and you've got to put your hand on a key card or whatever. You just press the same stick, and it does the key card. So it's fluent. You just continue through the game, you know? Yeah, but it's the same with the keyboard. Huh? I mean, in this case, it's uh, the E button. So yeah. press button E I, for everything. So click. I do have to say, it did give me a, a feel of the original, the pace and the design and that sort of stuff. It really did make me feel like the original one. One thing that upset me, which it lacked the most, was the guy's face when he gets hurt. They didn't put that in. Yeah, <laughs> that's indeed missing. Did and you feel thing, that as well? Yeah, yeah, I missed that for some reason. And the other thing also bothered me a little bit maybe is that you just get thrown in the game without the storyline at the moment. So, you know, hell opens up or something. And what happens? Why am I here? But I would the, like to the know that storyline. The storyline isn't really that complicated. And I think that's why they don't have yeah. to play too much on it. It's Doom, because, man. Who, they, no one cares. Yeah, because the, the original story is you're a Marine who's been sent to Mars because Mars is like a jail. So you, you did something in the army that you shouldn't have done. You get sent to Mars where they're doing experiments. Yeah. Uh, they open a portal to Use hell. Use the bad guys, isn't it? Yeah, and then all the, all the demons from hell come through and you're basically just trying to survive. Get off. So, you're try- in the original, you're trying to get from area to area, getting out, aren't you? Yeah, because I think you've got to get to a moon base or something to be able to leave. Yeah, do you know what I never understood with original? You might know this, Jansen, because I don't know. Do you remember when you used to get, like, freeware and stuff? Like, games would be under freeware. Oh, yeah, the blue bins. (laughs) I never really got it, but I remember having Doom and playing the first, like, I always looked at the map and I thought, oh, I really want to go to the next section. And I'd be on the first section... And I would never be able to go there and say, you need to open up the next the next version, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know, it was the same on Wolfenstein as well. I could never get to the next section. I needed to do something or buy another add-on or something. Oh, I've, I've never seen that before. No? Maybe no. I just had a dodgy version or something. I don't know, but I'll always remember that. Like It was like a, a certain game like provider when you bought the disc or whatever. and Gave you a freeware, it's like, like a demo more. Yeah. I remember the the, first... in, in, in Belgium here, there were li- these little blue discs was freeware you could get like everywhere and you, you could yeah. play like one or two levels and then it quit but there was a way to unlock the full game but i can't remember how yeah because oh. i always remember it would come up with like a screen of titles and it would have all the different levels and you'd be like this one's 10 pound this one's 10 pound or whatever and i was just like i want to get to the next i want to go to that next section yeah you need to unlock it or pay for it and i remember vaguely it's been a while <laughs> mm. uh, one, one other thing obviously it's set in mars and it's in a space station sort of thing or space a base and one thing for me and it's probably sticking to the same originality of doom is the variety of of area there's not much change in it you're outside in mars or you're inside like a like facility sort of thing you know yeah, there's a, there's a few levels there with corridors again I've seen, so that's mm. going to be fun. I, I've got to admit, when them, them when the enemies start coming at you, the waves of them start coming, it's like the original, it's like you've cleared them all, 50, 75% of them are gone, you've cleared them all, you know? And yeah. you've also got like the weapons power-ups that you had. In this, I've only unlocked a few weapons at the moment, but they have put a little twist on there where you can like get power-ups and upgrades, and you can upgrade like your weapons, your armour and stuff like that. And you can like have extras onto your guns, like triple fire and stuff like that, or grenade launchers and bits and pieces. They've got all these extras in there, so they have tried to update it a little bit, but they've tried to stay to the same like baseline as what the original was at. They've really tried to get that across, which I like because I hate it when you get a remake of an old game and they've totally changed the game. It's just something totally different. Yeah. And you don't want to play it anymore. It's like I might as well. They might as well title this something else. 
Yeah. They've made a new game and put an old title on it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. If you if you're going to remake a game, you you're obviously doing you want it to because the same feeling. Yeah. The the original was good and you're just making it better. So or updating it. So if you're going to change it that much that it's got nothing to do with the original, then make a new game, isn't it? Yeah. But, but I, I am glad to hear that it is the same as the original because like I did really want to play this. So from what you're saying, it does sound yeah, it's, it, it does is sound really good. really. It's quite funny really because all the like talk going over the internet when and when we played the multiplayer, we weren't impressed. And yeah. I think that was on their part. They were trying to test servers and whatever. But on their part, I think that was a bit of a mistake because a lot of people I think would have put this on the back burner because they'd have been like. Do you know what? I weren't really interested in that. But this game is nothing like the multiplayer, just how we thought. You know, this game is actually really, really good game. Fast-paced. I, I like it because I stream all my games and stuff. And this is a sort of game, Far Cry 3 and 4. I can sit back, pull my chair away from the desk, get my controller out, whack it on, stream it, and I can just get involved in the game. And there's no hassle. I can just play. Get blue key card. Done. Move over there. Done. Go and kill the hive. Done. Like, kill the bad guys. Done. You know? You've gone to the next level. And it's got the stats as well at the end. So you know how it used to have the original? It'd go... And tell you how, yeah. many, how many you've killed, how many secrets you've found. And you do get extra side missions on this as well. So you'll start in one level and it will say, if you kill three of these monsters with one bullet, you'll get a bonus. If you do this, if you find all the extra secrets, three secrets in this level, then you'll get this. So you've still got that as well, in it? Because Doom was pretty much made up of some simple concepts. Secret corridors... You know, finding new weapons and killing all the monsters, you know, and it captures all them three things yet again, as it did in the original. Yeah. And it was just a case of the further you go, the harder it gets. Yeah. Yep. More of them attack you. Simplicity. Yeah. But you've got like the same animals. You've got the same monsters as well. Like you've got the ones that throw the fireballs at you. But in this, they've done the same thing, but they put a swing on it. The fireballs can, they curve and they bend at you and stuff. So in the original, obviously you could just shoot a gun in any direction. You didn't get up and down. You just see the the guy on the on the ceiling over there, like like on a, a ledge. You just turn and face the wall, shoot, and it killed him, didn't it? Mm. And this is yeah. pretty much the same. You got up and down in this, obviously, but it's simplistic. It just you, you can just relax. You don't have to worry too much, you know. And when you die, it just takes you back to the checkpoint. And there's absolutely loads of checkpoints. Like every couple of minutes, you get a checkpoint, so you don't feel like Dark Souls. You've got to go back. You just go. I, that weren't too bad. I'll come back and try again. You know. Yeah, yeah but Doom's with... Doom's more fast-paced, of course, eh? which yeah. is a yeah. good thing. Yeah, because yeah, with Doom, it's it's guns are blazing, isn't it? It's not you. You don't have to go in slowly and check out what's going on. It's like as soon as the level starts, you just run straight in, and yeah. you're just shooting everything. So and they've really done it well as well, because with the ledges and stuff. Say, you remember when we played the uh, zombie game where you had the um, where you used to jump up onto all the ramps and stuff? Dying Light was it? Dying Light? Yeah, Dying Light. Yeah. They've sort of, not like that with like where you can jump from ledge to ledge, but if you're running and you jump, the guy grabs on and gets up really quick and, and you feel that it's fluent, like it just smoothly goes across. You know, it's not like, oh, I'm going to die here, I'm going to miss it. It just works. He just jumps, he's there, he grabs on and gets up. And yeah. I found it's like so fast paced, it was just something exciting to watch and play. You could just be like, what's coming next? I don't know. And they, they, the, the, that's no, fun for me. Like compared to Dark Souls, what we were talking about, you're constantly well going in. That, it's that's just fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. 
<laughs> yeah, I like it a lot. <laughs> but yeah, Dark Souls, it's like, it is a grind, isn't it? It's like you're yeah. going in and you're dying, going back Probably and dying, going back and dying. But <laughs> yeah. yes, with Doom, it's like you can run in, guns are blazing, you're just shooting up everything and yeah that, that's that's fun that's i, I did manage to die a few times though. it's a bit like though it's a bit like they've got the old doom but it's like they've got so much to play with now oh doom's such a simple game and so smooth and this but now we want the same game but we've just got all of this power to work with and all of this graphics to work with and they really captured that they put like you're at some parts of the level you're outside and you can see to the horizon and you can see you need to be on the base over there and you need to get there and and it is like the original. You like, you know, when you used to wander around, like, how do I get out of this room? I just don't know how to get out of this room. And I found that a couple of times. Maybe I was just being a bit silly, but a couple of times I was like, I don't know how. I can see where I need to be, but I don't know how to get there. And you have to wander around and go backwards or forward across the level, you know? Yeah. And it kept that sort of puzzle side of it as well. Yeah, because I quite like that in the original. It did uh, get stressful, though. Yeah, because back then, being pretty simple games back then you walked along the wall spamming the space bar to open the door (laughs) no it's like uh, (laughs) when when you're in a room and you you see a window and because most of it was like uh inside wasn't it and then you get to a window outside yeah you look out the window and you can see where you're going to it wasn't just uh an image that they put at the window that had nothing to do with the game you were actually looking across the map at something else and you were like oh look that's where i've just been or that's where i'm going and you sometimes you'd be like how do i get there i can see a little i can see something over there but i don't know how to get there yeah uh yeah it has still got that sort of feel to it but obviously the graphics and that are amazing on it. It's really, yeah. really good. And I've got to say, it runs, like, graphically, it doesn't take immense power, I don't think. No, but this, this is what I was going to ask you. Would it play on mine? Yeah. Of course, yeah. No problem. Yeah. Would. yeah. We've, I, I had it running on really high frames, 60 frames or so, 45 to 60 frames, I'd say, on uh, a 970 at 4K on my TV. And it was running fast. And me and Zach was pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, it's, it's ex- extremely optimized. Yeah, on uh, on ultra settings. And it was running really, really nice and smooth. And the graphics were amazing. And Zach was like, bloody hell, I can't believe. I didn't think his card would, would really come out at that sort of level, you know. But it did. It really worked. Yeah. But yeah, that's Doom. It really, really is worth getting. If you're a Doom fan in the original, you will like it. It will yeah. be something you play through to the end. And normally, I've got to be honest, I normally get a bit bored of these fast-paced games where you're just running around and doing the same thing, shooting things. But this, for me, did actually... I took a lot of enjoyment in killing them monsters. Every time I shot one, I was like, yeah, next one, bang, next one, bang. Because you could just run through, punch them, shoot them once, punch them, they're dead, and it gives you some ammo. Next one, shoot it, punch it. And you're just running through, you're just pummeling all of them, you know? Yeah. But then you do get a big one, like a big bastard comes along, and you're like, oh, I better take my time with this one. So, But yeah, that's Doom. Anyone that played the the multiplayer and weren't impressed don't let that put you off just go back try it and uh, i'm sure you will like it. it is like the yeah original. forget the multiplayer simple but it is quite expensive doom at the moment i don't know the actual price but it's like triple a so it's pretty pretty yeah, gonna it's, be like it's, your normal uh, price 49.99 euros yeah same as dark souls triple a yeah it's but yeah 45 pound yeah. wow that is that is a lot of the, the thing is it's not a lot of money to for a triple a game it's a lot of money for pc gamers that's the problem yeah, because that, that's what you, I was you all say, know like... full well as well. In a couple of months, it's going to be half price from that, and you're going to get it on Steam or somewhere else for some pennies, you know? Yeah, indeed. So, yeah. but so far I got it for free. Oh, yeah, somebody else's account. Same here. Oh. <laughs> I played it for Zach's account. 
But yeah, uh. Doom, check it out. Jansen, you will you will love it. If you're a Doom fan like you are, you need to get it. I'm surprised you both haven't already. And Hans, you said you was going to get it on day one, but you didn't. Dark Souls happened. Ah, right. Right, so moving on. Jansen, what have you been playing this week? I've been playing... Oh, sorry, Postal... this month. <laughs> <laughs> this month, I've been playing Postal Redux, uh, which is a HD remaster of the original Postal that they made 19 years ago. Was it 19 years ago? Yeah. I didn't realise it was that Time long. Time flies. Yeah, I know. And the thing, the thing with me, I saw this game when it first came out, and I loved it. It's like I never got to play yeah. it, but when I saw it, I just thought, I, I really want to play this game. And back then, it's when you were getting magazines with demo discs on the cover. And yeah. I, like every month, I was going in the shop looking at all the magazines, seeing if they had a disc that had this when you as a demo. That? Yeah, using my paper around money. You'd, you'd, yeah, you'd go in there, you'd look at the, you'd look at, there'd be like 20 magazines here, and you'd have to flick through and find the one that's still got a disc in because someone's nicked them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go up to the shopkeeper going, where's the disc? I really want the disc from this. I don't know. It's gone. <laughs> yeah, my newsagent, he used to take the discs off and have them behind the counter. Oh, really? And then he, he had a sign up saying, ask for discs behind the counter. Because I think everyone was coming in and nicking them. Yeah. Oh, man, he's clued up. All the ones around my way, didn't you? just had to... Just... Can, I have, can I have a pound off? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I but yeah. Sweets. <laughs> It's like I never actually got to play it. So we saw this at Res, didn't we? And yeah. See, I've played it. I've actually played the original. Okay. Um, and when we went to Res, we saw this. And I remember us being very interested in this, but it was too busy to actually talk to the people yeah. there about it. Yeah. And I remember looking and going, that's Postal. I've been playing that, and I really like it. But obviously, it's really pixelated, the old one. Yeah. But this is an exact remake in HD. Exact. Yeah. yeah. So... It's brought up to date and it's just amazing. You run the, the rules of the game is your dude, the world's gone crazy, everybody's trying to kill you, and you've just got to kill everyone. So yeah, you, the screen comes up with like I don't know 20 people. So it's says, a shoot or die, yeah. It's just yeah. and it's very simple controls as well. It's just like it's, me, a tw- I, it's a twin stick shooter as well. So yeah, it, it's quite good that you're using one stick to control your guy running around, and the other stick you're using to aim. The direction you're shooting. Yes, yeah, so you can shoot that, that left. That kind of reminds right. me of Smash TV if you ever played the other one. Yeah, I, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, and yeah. like, yeah, it's it's as simple as that. It's like you running around, controlling where you're aiming, and then you've got a shoot button and you've got a grenade button, and that's basically it. And like you said, it's like everyone on the map is gone yeah. crazy. And when you start, it's it will be a setting of say a town. And in that town, it will say at the top the population, and it will say population is 30. So you know that there's 30 people in that town. And then as you go through and you start killing people, that number goes down and down and down. And it says that you've got to kill 90% of the population before you can get no, to the next level. No, 90% of hostiles. Yeah, of hostiles before you can get to next level. But if you want, you could go through and just kill everyone. That's what I was going to ask you. Did you find out if there's any difference in the game from killing everybody to just killing the bad guys? No. It's is, like, it, is it a free-for-all? Yeah, it, in the beginning, I I didn't see that in the... Um, in the top so i was just like okay killing going around and killing everyone then it's the exit started flashing up and in the direction that you had to go so i just went to the next level and then on the second level i realized that it was saying like hostiles and population and i thought yeah. oh, okay well what happens if i kill everyone maybe 
I'll get like a, a bonus or yeah, I'll, that's what I wanted. Un- oh, I didn't know you're not meant to kill them. Yeah, I didn't but, know because yeah, not everyone is hostile. So that's why I was thinking as you're running around, you've got civilians who are kind of running away from you. So I shot them in the back. Yeah, I, I, I basically killed everyone. So <laughs> what the, the population was one because it was me left. But I went to the next level and it, there was no difference. So you, you don't No, the population get... does go to naught. That means you went, oh. you left one guy on every level. <laughs> <laughs> you loser. <laughs> no, because I, I thought the, it goes down to nah, one. Because nah, then... You know where you made the mistake? When you shoot the hostiles, they fall on the floor and they start crawling around the floor. They don't die for a little while. Yeah, so what you've done is you've killed them that. all, yeah. and then there's one guy still crawling around and you've left the exit. Yeah, but I noticed that as well, that when uh, you shoot someone, the number wasn't going down. So you've like just hosed down like um, yeah. like 10 people with your machine gun, and then you walk off, but the number hasn't gone down because they're all still like rolling around on the floor, yeah, it's dying. It's like, a, and it's like only... a scene from Kill Bill. Yeah, <laughs> and it's only until they actually die that that number then goes down. Yeah, but I did feel like you, they've put that in the game where the people don't die instantly. So you got that wandering but, but around they're, part. They're no threat to you when they're on the ground, but then you can't finish them off either. Yeah, and that's why I thought it would have put a little bit extra if if they're on the ground, they could still shoot at you until they die, and as well if they're rolling around the ground, you could still shoot them and finish them off straight yeah, away. Yeah, I, I wasted quite a few rounds trying to kill them on the floor. I didn't know. Yeah. I, I, and I think I threw a few grenades. I don't know if that kills them. No. Does it not? It, they still crawl. Yeah, it's just they, they, they set on fire, but then it's just the same. <laughs> How many as, times like... did you throw a grenade or fire a rocket, set yourself on fire, or you set someone else on fire, they ran around like a crazy man into you and set you on fire, and then your, your character runs off like a crazy man? Yeah, but this is one of the things I was going to say that, you was, can still control that, was, him. that was quite bad about the game is that the use of grenade was like more of a hindrance than anything because you can pick whether you want to use a like a frag grenade or a Molotov cocktail. So yeah. when you throw a grenade, if you just press it, it will just throw it in front of you. If you press and hold it, it will throw it further. So Does it? Uh, yeah. So I just pressed I, it once. Every yeah, time. But then it just chucks it literally at your feet. No, and it that's didn't why, That's why, like, when you throw it in front of you... Um, was like you playing it, controller or on mouse and keyboard? Controller. I was playing mouse and keyboard. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I found with the mouse and keyboard, it's so much easier to move up, down, left and right with the keys. And then you just put your mouse icon over the people that you want to kill. You was trying to struggle by aiming at them left and right to move your guy left and right the gun... I would just put my mouse over his head, shoot him. Next one over his head, shoot him. Next one over his head. Yeah, but it, it wasn't hard to control it with a controller because you're using two sticks. One stick is to move your guy around. The mm. other stick's to point your gun in whatever direction. And it gives you a crosshair of like the direction that you're shooting in. So you, you know you're shooting directly yeah. at someone. Yeah, but yeah, but then again, you can't move on a controller. You can't move the distance of the crosshair, can you? No. It just but... goes around in a circle. But me... I could move the distance. So if I had a shotgun, I could shoot about, I don't know, six inches across the screen and still get them. But if I had, uh, like say, the, the handgun, which is really long distance or whatever, I could shoot them right across the screen because I could put the cursor on the guy's head and it'd go green. And then, you know, like green, red, he dies. Yeah, but it's the same with the controller. It's like you've got a, a cross like that's yeah, that like... It's still in that direction. It's a set distance away from you. And when you move your stick, that cross moves around you to show you what direction you're shooting in. 
but when you aim it at someone, even if they're like a few meters away yeah, from your cross, at them. yeah, it aims at them. But then a green cross comes up, up on, on that person. Yeah, that's so their you, life. Yeah, so when you shoot, you know that you're shooting that person, and that green cross will go like amber, then it will go red, and then they yeah, die. I suppose. Yeah. So it so that makes a difference. You're saying. Yeah. It, it it's it depends what you find easier, but I yeah. did, I didn't find that it was hard using a controller. So even when someone was right across the other side of the screen, I could be hiding behind a bin and I yeah, can aim in their, in their direction and that green cross comes on them. So yeah. I know that when I shoot, I'm going to hit them. Yeah, I think for me, the, the only thing that made it a little bit easier was it's easier rather than moving your stick around and moving the, the crosshair around in a circle. It's easier just to put the mouse on top of the guy. Yeah. It's just faultless, effortless. You just do it. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah. Whilst running around. Yeah. You know? Well, I suppose personal preference, isn't it? It's like you've yeah. got the option of both, which is good. I like games that have full controller compatibility. Mm. And this did. Like, controller worked flawlessly with it. Yeah. And I... We both completed the game and like I, I went from beginning to the end on the controller and it worked perfectly for me. Like, yeah. But what I was saying about the grenades is that they're way too dangerous. It's like you're, you're trying to throw... And a rocket launcher. Yeah, you're trying but to I, throw... I think they've done it on purpose so that you think about what you're doing. No, but I don't even think it's that. I think it's like if you've got a car in front of you and you throw a grenade, the grenade bounces off the car where it should be thrown over the car. So certain things can't be in your way when you throw it. Yeah, and sometimes it, it bounces off a lamppost or it bounces off... What gun um, did you use the most, though, because of that? What gun? Yeah. I'd say that I was using the machine gun, which is the first gun you get. Really? I used that more, or the handgun. See, my favourite gun was the handgun, which is like a like um like a magnum, well, a magnum yeah. yeah, one shot kill or yeah. two shot on the bigger guys. But yeah. you can shoot it at miles. It's like number nine on the keyboard, so it's right up the top of the list. And but the, 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 there was like the ammo was scarce, wasn't it? Yeah. But then you had like a fire gun, and then you also had to have like a rocket launcher. But I never used them because I found it was so unpredictable where the, the rocket was going to explode that it was just like I'd be because your life goes down like from 100 down to naught. You can pick up power ups like a, a vest or you can pick up like health bars, like little boxes for health. But it was just too temperamental to shoot a rocket off because yeah. you set on firing and your guy would run off in a different direction. It means everybody come out and get him. And it was just too risky. So yeah. I, I actually went and used the shotgun mostly. But then, in the, further on in the game, I used like the combat shotgun, like an automatic shotgun that was like pop, 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 yeah, pop. Yeah, like I, I didn't like that one. That one was the best. The thing is, when you've got like a, a double-barrel shotgun and you're shooting that, like as well, it's like the dynamics of the weapons weren't that great. Where that shotgun should be for close range, but I was using it to shoot people across the other side of the map. No, no, it does work. It does work like that because if you shoot on the other side of the map. You have to do a lot more shots. If you shoot them from point blank, they die straight away. Or if you shoot them for like a couple of inches away on the screen, they they take like one two shots. Yeah, but I'm I'm never really getting that close where people are right on top of me unless it's civilians and I'm running into a crowd oh, of civilians and I I'm, was. I'm shooting them like in the back whilst they're running away. But I I found that the weapons weren't didn't really have a range of damage, so I felt like. It didn't matter what weapon I was using, it took the same amount to kill people. No, and I found it totally different. It's only the handgun that I felt that it didn't matter how far away someone was, 
it's like basically one or two shot kill but everything else like it seemed like it took a lot and with that auto shotgun that you were talking about that should be one up from a, a shotgun so if you're shooting someone with a shotgun I, I shoot them twice they die with that automatic shotgun when you press the button it's shooting one round like every half a second so yeah. it is like bang 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 and that shotgun shells coming out of it but i felt like i was using like 10 rounds to kill one person it, it just didn't really? seem very realistic yeah, it was it fired them off fast but yeah. you remember what the way i saw it was it was taking down groups of people in seconds i actually I, really liked it. that's my favorite gun no i didn't like it because even in a group of people when i went in it was like bang 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 it felt like it wasn't each bang was killing someone it felt like it really I it went it was. bang 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 and then like maybe one or two people would fall down yeah i don't maybe it might be the difference between me using a controller and you, yeah. you using the keyboard and mouse like i said i can do the distance of the crosshair yeah and see it so if i'm running out from between a building there's a guy there i can put it straight on his head bang it hits him every time whereas like i said moving the the, the, the control stick around in a circle might give you less like advantage in in how quick you target that person mm. so you weren't getting them on target all the time so that gun to you effectively wasn't very good compared to me because you was wasting rounds yeah so i felt like if i just used the machine gun which was probably the yeah, least powerful like the gun. yeah I didn't and like it. it's the one that you've got unlimited rounds off and i felt like with that i could go around killing everyone it was effective on everyone it took quite a lot to take people yeah, down yeah it took too long but it worked it was really effective and then i'd go up to shotgun shotgun was all right um but then the auto shotgun i didn't like that at all that's uh, my favorite flamethrower was, was yeah. okay now um, the flamethrower just killed myself every time with that yeah because people the distance, run the distance of the flame isn't that far so when mm. you burn someone they're they pretty close you. to you so they start running at you straight away so you've got to burn people and then run off yeah which, that's what I found. which was I, a bit annoying that. And the rocket launcher, I did like the way the rocket launcher, because near the end of the game, you get like turrets and stuff, didn't you? And yeah. I found the rockets, I'd jump out, shoot a rocket and jump back. But a lot of the time I was jumping out and they were blowing up on me. <laughs> yeah, but that's you know? it. It's like there's too much like to blow the rocket up around you. And it's the same with the grenades. It's like with a, a frag grenade, you throw it and you do have a little bit of time before it goes off. So if you throw it and it bounces back and lands in front of you, you can run away. But yeah. with like the petrol bomb, when you're throwing that, I never used a petrol bomb. Oh, didn't you? No. It's quite good because you could throw it into a crowd and it explodes and it burns everyone. But a lot of the time, you throw it and it just lands in front of you, and then it, like it's just a fireball around you, and then you <laughs> set on fire. Yeah. And that happened to me so many times that Where I you're, stopped you've using got, it. You've got a little bit of life left, and he gets on fire, and then you just see it rolling down, like yeah. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. You're like, no, it yeah. stops at 2, and you're like, I've got to find health now. Yeah, and that's why I stopped using that and just stuck with the grenades. And yeah. same same with the rocket launcher. It is effective, like you were saying, like with turrets, they do pop up every now and then, and they're shooting rockets at you. Yeah. And you you can shoot them with I your found rocket. I quite easy to kill, and, though. Yeah, the, that's the thing. It's like... You, you don't have to get that close before it starts shooting at you. So you could get yeah. it in screen, in view, yeah. and it it doesn't even like recognise that you're there, and you can shoot it from where you are before yeah. it even takes a shot at you. Mm. But well, I, I found that with people, they're shooting you from outside the screen. 
So yeah. you're you're walking along and someone's shooting you, but you can't see where they are or where it's coming from. I found as well. Did you have this happen a couple of times? Which is a little bit of a twist on it. You're walking past a building, like especially near the end, where you're like there's an army base, and you're like at the end, and you walk past a door, and like twelve of them will come out, and you're just like, what? Yeah. Yeah, because you see doors open every yeah. now and then and like one person or two people come out. And in the beginning, you get a lot of civilians coming out of yeah. doors and like they pile out. But yeah, towards the end, you get like the hostiles coming out. And when a door opens, you think, oh, yeah, mm. one or two. But yeah, it's about 15, 20 of them come out. Yeah, I would say as well, this game, like obviously they've made it into HD now. So it's really, really nice graphics. It's really smooth. And if you like the original game, like for me, because I played the original recently and i've got to be honest with the original i made a really silly mistake it doesn't i didn't know how to get off the level i, I didn't understand the game at the beginning when i first played it and i went around killed everybody on the map and i was like it's not giving me an exit or nothing like on the new one it gives you an exit it says exit over here so you go there yeah. and walk through but on the original you had to press f1 so to kill everybody and then press f1 and it'll take the next level and now i i actually turned the original one done that got to end the level thought it was broken and turned it off but i really did enjoy it just the concept of you're free to kill, just kill everyone it's simple as that go and kill everyone yeah, yeah. get to the next level and the the levels are really really it's like from a like like top down looking from an angle so you can have people behind buildings you can go through but you can't see a character when you go behind the buildings and stuff and yeah. also the different levels they're the like the amount of different areas there are like one could be in a little rural house like a state to like caves, to air bases, to army bases, to a like carnivals, yeah. Yeah, all then you sorts. had like um like a coal mine. Yeah, there's all different ones. And, and as well, you get people uh, that work in the different areas as well. So when you go to a carnival, you've got clowns yeah. running around with shotguns. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. The only thing with a carnival, one, it was quite small. Yeah. I, I went through that one pretty quick, but. Yeah, it's just like a whole new thing. So, And also, it saves it on the level. So we was playing campaign where you have to go through the storylines from one area, you kill everybody, get to the next area, next area, all the way to the end. And we're not going to give any spoilers out about like how the game works near the end and stuff. But as you go through, you find you getting excited. You want to get to the next level. So you carry on. Yeah. And if you, even if you die, you just load it up again and you do it again. You know, And if you die, it don't matter because you're back at that level again. It's only a matter of minutes before you either complete the level or you go back. Yeah. Um. I will say the game we both completed it. I it was pretty easy. We played it on easy setting though. But I think this is one of them games where as usual. <laughs> this is one of them games where you, if you play it on easy settings, you will complete the game easily. But it's not about easy settings. It's about pushing yourself to the next level, doing it yeah. again, pushing next but, level. But did you put it on easy? Because I had mine on medium. I put mine on whatever the easiest one. I think it was. All right. Yeah, I had mine on medium. Did you? Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I'm not sure, but I think I did. I think I put it on easy when it asked me. Because I always go into the options. I always try and put the best graphics on. I always try and turn everything up, you know. And like with these games, I like to go through them and then test the next level, go through them, you know. But they've got like two modes. They've got campaign mode and they've got like a, a sort of score, scoring mode, haven't they? Where you have to try and do the level in perfect and get the best score and then get to the, unlock the next level when you do that. Yeah. Um, did you do? Did you go through the scoring levels, or did you just go through the? No, I just did the campaign. Yeah, I did the campaign, so I enjoyed that a lot, and I just got stuck yeah. into that. Because I but... felt with the campaign as well, it's because it's like an open map. Like sometimes you want to choose different routes through the map. Mm. Did you find that that like yeah. you you go one way and then you die, 
and then you you go a different way the next time to try and yeah. like take people out from yeah like, the main different the main areas. one for me on that was there's one where you, you come in and it's like a town and there's a carnival and there's like a whole brass band walking through the middle yeah and you start off and I, I found it a struggle when when the level first started to find out where I was on screen I'd be like yeah I'm there and I'd like run off yeah and I, I ran into the crowd and someone would shoot a gun and then they'd all scatter they'd all scatter everywhere and you'd be like ah oh, I shouldn't have gone that way that's just silly mm. you know but yeah, the, the, the different levels are really, really good. I can see this game being good for, like, expansions and stuff, because it's just extra levels they put on, you know? Yeah. One thing I will say is, I think that it would have been nice to have a multiplayer so we can all get into a level together and have, like, double the amount of people and run around together. But yeah. it is actually a single player at the moment. I don't know if there's any ideas of coming in a multiplayer, but it, I, I think that would be one thing that would give it some playability over and over again. Scoreboard online with two players or three players, you know, running around. Yeah, because the actual game is quite simple because the maps are static and yeah. it's, it's the the characters in the game, the AI, that are moving around and attacking mm. you. And I found the AI was quite smart in this as well. They didn't what? just sit where they were trying to shoot you. I found that they would yeah, come around they come buildings. They looking for you, yeah. yeah. So when when you're shooting in one direction, if they're getting shot, sometimes they run away and then yeah, come, come back. The, yeah, come around the other way. Yeah, I'll see that as well. Yeah. So I thought that was quite good. And sometimes and... you'll get three of them come different directions at once, and like they'll they'll head off different directions. The game's only seven ninety nine, uh, and it's actually if we're we're recording this a couple of days before it's going to come out. So if you listen to it day one, it's twenty five percent off. So check it out. It might still be for sale. It might not by this point if you're listening later on. But check it out, seven ninety nine, twenty five percent off. It's got again, it's another one that's got a really high Steam rating of ninety four percent at the moment. So it's actually a really, really good little game, and it's easy to play. It's fun. It's a bit evil because you can just uh, massacre everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I will say the ending. I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but it, it did scare me a bit. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything about it, but it, I thought that was quite funny because I was on my own in the house, no one around, and it sort of it caught me off guard. <laughs> Yeah, because it, it like the cutscenes are a little bit kind of demonic, aren't they? Yeah. And like the soundtrack to it is quite dark, and it it is a little bit sinister. So yeah. So we won't say nothing, but if you get to the end of it, you'll see what we mean, and you'll go, "Oh right, now I know what they're going on about." But the thing is, I found like it's it wasn't a very long game. I played this for four hours and yeah, completed but it. that's but that's because it's the level of difficulty and it's the the replayability of it. Yeah. I don't know about going back and replaying the same levels when I feel like the levels are so simple that mm. they could bring out new levels probably quite quickly because it is just yeah. a, a map design that they have to bring out and then it's just the AI because the people that you're um you just add you're a couple killing, of people in new people like do a new map add a couple of people send yeah, it out yeah you know? because the the characters that you're fighting against that they're not like that complicated either it's like you've got civilians in normal clothes then mm. you've got police in police uniforms you've got a couple of guys in vests you've got women like with shotguns it, yeah the it, graphics were all brought up to date and they were all smoothed really nicely like. yeah and so well, i get what you're saying they could they could probably bring out some expansions for it like you know a few extra levels and stuff but yeah because we'll it, we'll it, 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 it goes it did look really nice but it's when it, when i completed it i did have that thing of like oh is that it because yeah. I, I felt like there could have been like a double the amount of levels. Yeah, like a twist or something. 
because it was a bit uh, like you get to the end here and it was a bit like oh I've done it yeah yeah I got that same sort of feeling but then again I also got the feeling of you know what because uh, I think I think there's about 20, 20 levels on the way through I did think by then do you know what I've had my fill of this game I've enjoyed it and you know I'm happy to say I've completed it you know it's seven ninety nine would you expect it's not it's not going to be a massively massive game you know it's yeah. a game that's a remake from a game from like you say nineteen years ago yeah. It's not that big. But, but I'm, I am glad that I played it because it is that thing of I, I never got to play the original and mm. they've basically taken the original and brought it up to date. Yeah, so, so you can play it like you would have then, back then, yeah, but yeah. just now. Yeah, yeah, I agree totally. Right, and that is Postal Redux. Really good little game. If you've played Postal, you'll know this is just pretty much a much more up-to-date, graphically, really nice little game. That's all I can say, really. Right, let's move on. That's all of the games for the game section. I think we've been doing quite a long, long week on that. Let's move on to the community and extras. What I would like to say is, like we've said before earlier on, Daisy Experimental, at this point, the servers are down to date, but they will be back on in the next couple of days from us recording the podcast. So by the time you guys listen to this, hopefully Daisy Experimental's up. You know, all you've got to do is go into Daisy, go to your game in your library, right click it, go to beaters and click Experimental, and it will download the next part of the game. And you can then go into the experimental area and the game will become much, much better. Your frame rates will be much higher. Your menus will be different. Gameplay will be different. And we do really want... And Hans has even bought this, haven't you, Hans, for this? Yep, I finally got around to buying it. He, he got on it today and he went, the experimental servers ain't up. This game is crap. No, I it's, didn't say I said this game, this game runs like a potato. That's, <laughs> those are my words. Yeah. So I explained to him that, that the actual servers are down at the moment because they're fixing some bugs, I believe, and they're going to be up in the next couple of days. But in the next couple of days, if you see us on Steam playing this game, seriously, feel free just to give us a message, any of us, and like I'm Extreme PC UK, give me a message saying, oh, I'm going to jump on to DayZ, get into the team, speak with us, and we will meet you in the game. We'll help you find us, and we will get a little army together because we really want to go on a rampage, and I really want to have a group of us to do it, you know? So, yeah, for the community this, this week, that's what we were sort of planning to do, isn't it? Is there, nope. a, is there anything you lot want to talk about for the community this week? Nope, because I just bought Daisy, so it's probably going to be Daisy then. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll probably, get, we'll probably be talking about next podcast about some things that have happened in Daisy and that. You know, and it will games. hopefully not run like a potato again. So. And hopefully, <laughs> I'm really hoping that you can get stuck into it and play it with us and enjoy it with us. And come back next week with you some know, stories. My you're record with survival games. So yeah, <laughs> we'll you're see. a totally different gamer to, to the rest of us. So for you, it might be different. But I'm just hoping you can switch into gear with us. But yeah, anyway, that's Daisy we're going to be doing. So just let us know if anybody wants to get on there. We'd be grateful for you to get on. Right, let's move on to the questions. We have one question today. And that is from Insane. And that's off of Steam. And he says... Should I buy the Founders GTX 1080 or should I wait for the tweaked ones? And by tweaked ones, he means third party like EVGA or Asus, you know, the ones with the different callers on. My view on this, which is probably the same as Hans is, yep. the Founders Edition, I believe, <laughs> at the moment is just the the reference card from normal. They've said that they've, like we said earlier on, they said that they've using better quality parts. But to me, the base card is the base card. And that's how I see. If anyone knows different, that's how I see it. Same as you, Hans. Yep, that's how I see it too. So the I graphic, would actually wait for a third party. Underneath yep. all the cooler and plastic and extra put on top of the card, it's just a 1080 underneath. It's a now, 1080. Now, that's £100 more, I believe, or around that sort of price, than the cheaper ones. Personally, for me, 
I'd think you'd be silly to buy one of them. Just wait for an EVGA one or Asus or whatever you like with the, the extra fans on, you know, a nice cooler on top of it. It'll be clocked higher for a cheaper price. That's what I believe. Yep. Until they come out, I don't know yet, but that's the way I see it in the past. Yeah, I wouldn't bother with, with the, the reference cards. Uh, yeah. anyhow, if you so. want to get it day one or if you want to get it early, yeah, you're going to pay a premium. But you will have, have that card. And if you're going to water call it as well, I'd advise to get that card because the reference card, which the Founders Edition, is the one that they're going to base all the water coolers on. So like the copper yep. copper ba- copper plates and that will be put on there. So like back plates and stuff will be designed for that card. So you can go out and get like your XSPC or your like any other, whichever version of water cooler you like, like water block. Yeah, that's what I say. I would just wait for, for, the, for the third party ones and then... Yeah, but that's the thing, the like third-party ones, you don't always, the water blocks don't always fit them. Ah, there's mostly some you can buy. But then again, it's not a lot of people. They're trying to say now, with these newer cards, it's going to not, they're not going to have water cooling as much. People's fancy, because it's just not worth it, you know? Yeah, they're clocked way higher than the normal yeah, cards now. So, so. But yeah, for my answer, and I assume for your answer as well, Hans, yeah. is I would wait if you're willing to wait. If you want day one, go for it, you know? Yeah. I agree totally with that one. But save the money if you can. Because spend it on something else, like a new SSD or something. Well, how long do people have to wait? I think it's only... I don't... I'm not... I can't say for the truth, but I'm thinking it's about a month. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure. In the summer, you're going to see... Somewhere during the summer, you're going to see a lot of those cards coming out from third-party developers. And... Yeah. It's going to be probably a lot cheaper than what the reference now is. Yeah, so... Personally, I would wait because the, the the third party cards that come out, they're going to be clocked much higher. They're going to have much better cooling on them. You know, they're going to have like fans on top of them rather than pushing it out the back of your computer. For me, it depends. Like I always say, it depends on the computer you're building. It depends on the setup. It depends on your money situation. It's different for everybody. But for me, I personally, if I was going to buy the 1080 and I was doing a new build, I probably would buy this anyway because I'd want it straight away. Just to go, I've got it. But if you want to budget, don't waste extra money. You know, just wait a couple of weeks and you, you'll you get a third-party one, which you can actually go out and pick from a range of different cards, you know? Yeah, you got a little more choice in. But yeah, pretty much that's it for the questions today. We didn't get a lot of questions, just the one. Um, but if you do have any questions, send them into extremepcuk at gmail.com or you can send them in through our Twitter, extremepcuk, or our Instagram, extremepcuk. Um, we do like questions and like I keep saying I really like the questions section please feel free to send in any questions about anything us our backgrounds about PC hardware gaming anything that you've got which is it doesn't matter how small it is either if it's just a little bug in your mind about something how something works or something like that feel free to send it in because I like to chat about them sort of things you know I really get stuck into them sort of questions consoles no consoles. No consoles, please. No, 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 no. If you've got a console question, I'll tell you what we do. We set an extra podcast out just for Jansen to answer for saying that. And he yeah. can do it all himself. <laughs> the happy console peasant. You can, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. I think news came out today. I don't know how true it is. That the new Xbox. Um, was it you were saying just now? The yeah, there's Xbox a rumor gonna... going around. I read on the internet and... As we all know, the internet is always correct. Uh, <laughs> no, there's a room going out that, that uh, the next Xbox would actually be able to um, upgrade your GPU so you could put a graphics card somewhere. So Steambox has got kicked out the window and uh, Xbox Ones came in, or Xbox whatever it's going to be called, 
like a PC where you like an Alienware. You just yeah, but it. honestly, I'm not really sure that this is ever gonna happen. But if it happens, it will be cool. Yeah, it's gonna be the same thing, isn't it? It's gonna be well, another Alienware. I hope it's gonna be two versions of the new Xbox. Well, there we go. The internet is always right. Yeah, yeah, that's the same Xbox with two different cards in. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but no, yeah, this is one's gonna uh, have a 970 in, and one's gonna have a 1080 in. Yeah, there you go. Price difference five hundred euros. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> can't can't upgrade the RAM. It's, it's built in to the board. But yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, iTunes reviews. We haven't got any iTunes reviews this week. Boom. This month, sorry. So uh, if you do get any iTunes reviews or you're willing to, put them on there. All you got to do is go to uh, the website or to the, on iTunes, and you will see a review section. That helps us a lot because that gets us up the ratings if you subscribe. And you also will get a, like a little notification when we get a new podcast out. So you can even have it automatically download if you've got an iPhone. But personally, I don't do that because it fills up my phone. <laughs> 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 but yeah, if you, do, if you do subscribe to our um, podcast, we're very grateful. And if you put a review, it gets us up the ratings on all of the charts. So we're always happy for that. And that brings us pretty much to the end of the podcast. I would like to say... If you've got any quotes, because obviously, like I say every time, I build computers, I do custom stuff. If you need any repairs, builds, quotes, or if you just want any advice, you know, I don't mind giving out free advice. If you need to do something to your computer and you don't really understand how it works or you need to put a, some components together to build yourself, I'm all up for coming on our team speak, having a free chat, you know, getting to know us. It's all about the community. You know, I don't do it all just for the money. I do it for friends as well. And and to build a community of friendly people playing games. So if you do want to chat about anything, I've helped quite a lot of people put computers together. We've helped all of us, haven't you? Yeah, that goes without saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've done all of their computers. They just break them. I keep fixing them. Apart from Hans, who tries to fix it himself and breaks it. No, I didn't break it. it uh, I didn't break it. But in my eyes, bad cable management is broken. There is no such thing as cable management. It's there a is, myth. dude. It's called perfectionist. If I saw your case in front of me, whether I was getting paid or not, that I'd have to rip it apart, reroute it all, and no, you won't. It. it works. <laughs> it works. <laughs> this is something that's going to go on forever. Um, yeah. Also, <laughs> for anybody that's used our Amazon link, we're very, very grateful. That's on our website. And you just go to any page other than the home page, and there's an Amazon link. If you click on that, it will take you to Amazon. Just log in as normal. Your price stays the same, but it gives us a boost and helps us get like further with our podcast to get more stuff more content for you so we appreciate for anyone does that if you do feel free and thank you very much and pretty much that's it i think boys yeah all right I think we we've come to another month's end yep yep another month of gaming coming up <laughs> yeah um i was going to get around to doing xcom 2 this month but i didn't so i'm going to probably start on that for next month is there any games you lot have got ideas that you might be playing not 100% but mine. No, uh, mine would be the new Tomb Raider because it's RTX 12 and I could get it pretty cheap and I want to test it out. Yeah. See I'll, I'll, what RTX 12 does. Uh, it'd be good if you could test out the um, NVIDIA Ant cell for us and let us know how then picture quality comes out. Maybe you can send us a few through to us. Yeah, I will. I will. If there are any games supported because I don't know which game supported yet. Uh, from the uh. list I looked at, which they've got a list on their website, but the list I looked at, uh, the only one I came up with was Witcher 3, which I know you've definitely got, so... But with yeah. the Ansel, it's because you're taking 360 degree pictures, don't you need software to be able to look at them? No, because I think the way it works, the way I believe it, it works... It's, it's supported it in the game. Basically, imagine when you're doing a normal screen, it renders behind the character and in front your view of the screen, yeah? 
what this does is it renders it like VR. And I think it's where VRs come in. It renders the game in VR environment. So you can't see it on your monitor, but in there, just to just try and explain it, in there, if you was the actual guy, you could look around everywhere, couldn't you? And yeah. I think the program just allows you to move. When you press the screen print and it goes into that mode, it allows you as if you're looking out the eyes of your virtual reality. It yeah. lets you turn around and stuff. But then it his hands takes that picture, that 360 degree picture. How does he then show it to me? How do I be? How I can I do it's, it? It's probably saved like like. Uh... I think it's just saved as your screen. So yeah. you've still got the screen picture, like your normal screen. Yeah, but, but then it, how you... does, how do I move it around then? No, you don't move it around. You just get the screenshot of what he's done. But he can move. So say he's say he's running forward in the game. Yeah. He can press screen print and then move his camera to the other side of the character and look backwards at himself and then take a screenshot of that view. It enables you to take screenshots in whatever position Jansen's you are. Jansen's baffled. He ain't getting it. No, because I'm thinking <laughs> that what you do is that if, if you're, you're standing still... You're thinking he takes a screenshot and then he can move it around to look around your screen. That's yeah, not what it does. Yeah, but that's the whole point of a 360-degree picture is that it's a static picture. No, okay, back up. It, it enables you to take you a picture right, 360 you degrees on your screen. So yeah. I can take one picture inside the 360-degree radius from whichever angle. So normally he'd take but, a screenshot But how is that any different to taking a normal picture? If you just stood still in a game and looked around you... you it's could look 20 at this... plus 12 here. <laughs> 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 okay look a quick example is like um google street map it's like you've got a static picture off the road in front of you but you can look up you can look down left right all around you yeah but not so, all games have got that yeah i know but that's why i'm saying this is something that they've put in the witcher 3 but then he can take that picture save it as a 360 degree picture so out of the game he can then look at his picture at that exact point where he took that photograph, Are he you can sure then it works look, like that? He can look all around him, 360 degree. But he probably can do that on his PC because he's got the Witcher 3. But if he then wanted to give that picture to me to look at, no, how, I don't how, think how, I, how, how can I look at it? No, because it doesn't work like that, I don't believe. you don't. Once he's given you the picture, you, he, you can't then look around the picture. It's then, just going to be like a uh, 4K square shot of your, of your screen of what he was looking at when he took the picture. Then that's crap. Because that's basically you Guys, taking seriously, I'm a going picture. To <laughs> he took this to the next level. Right. We'll, uh, the best thing we can do here is let Hands do it and see yeah. if you can... Hands, next week, this is your goal. See if you can take a picture, send it to somewhere else and retrieve it and move it around. I'm going to send it to you. I don't want to go in discussion with Jensen about this one. <laughs> <laughs> right. That brings us to the end anyway, because Hands is very, very tired. Yes. And because uh, he's an hour in front of us. And we've kept him up and he's got to get up early in the morning. So, uh... Yeah, from me, goodbye, cheers for listening. Ladies See you next month. Bye. Bye. Extreme PC UK.